Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. That one's mine. Ladies and gentlemen, we on? We are on. Okay, there we go. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and that beautiful man in the middle, Mr. Tim Buck, too. And we have Dynamite Dave here hanging out. What's going on, fellas? How was your Christmas? Was fantastic. Santa was very pleasant to me. My Christmas was great. I got yeah. to eat like five plates. No shit. Is that different from any other Saturday, though? Are we being honest? <laughs> I usually on Saturdays, I only eat two plates. Okay, that's fair. Christmas, it was a miracle uh, then. Yes. <laughs> Stepped it up for Christmas. It's very impressive. Awesome. Glad to hear it, though. Good to see you guys. Glad everyone is healthy and safe and survived that uh, frozen tundra My weekend God, we had. That was, was cold. fucking cold. That was very cold. That sucked. The wind, not, I mean, the cold alone, but the wind. I mean, yeah. just the, te- this, the speeds of that wind is fucking insane. I tried to avoid going outside most of the weekend, and then Saturday before we left, I realized I had to shovel, and that sucked. Ooh. Not a whole lot. It's just the way our yard, our backyard is, there's like a wind tunnel, and it makes all the snow pile up right up against my yeah. garage. So in order for me to get my car out so we yeah. could leave, I had to shovel us out. I had to go, and uh, I snow blowed for like maybe 20 minutes. I didn't really need to do the whole driveway because the entire driveway was kind of shifted to one side, but mm-hmm. right up against the garage, mm-hmm. like in front of the cars and the walkway to my steps was all like under snow. Yeah. So I had to blow that out and shovel and salt. 20 minutes later is all blown over again anyways, but at yeah. least I got the majority out of the way, but that yeah. was all I needed to do was just make sure I could get out of the driveway. We just still, we, we still had a shit ton of Amazon packages Looks coming good. Good. to our house though. That's why I had to get the walkway cleared because oh, yeah. my wife ordered half of Amazon before Christmas. I mean, I did the same thing. Most of most of my shit just got thrown in a pile of snow on my front porch, but it is what it is. They put them in boxes. I don't care. Yeah, it's everything survived. It seems I'll be working. We made it out of the blizzard 2022, so we're good. Today, I think, was what, 40 degrees? Tomorrow's was like 50 degrees. It's so like 50s and 60s like 60 this weekend. By so next it's going to be Tuesday, great. So, yeah. All that snow will be gone, and then we'll start it up again in January. Short weather, baby. Let's go. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, Browns and Saints. Uh, Christmas <laughs> Eve didn't go very well. So by saying Christmas was fun, I was not thinking about this game. I mean... This game sucked. Don't get me wrong. We lost. Um, the season was a long shot to go to the playoffs anyway at this point. We had 1% going into this 1%. game. 1%. Um, so our, we went from 1 to 0. It's over. Uh, fans out there are, are acting as if we had like a ten, you know a three-game division lead and we pissed it away. We were always kind of in the basement. So I don't understand where this like extra frustration is coming from from fans. Uh, the team this year, let's be honest, underachieving everyone wants the funny part to me is uh half the city at least according to sports talk radio they they want kevin stefanski fired 95 percent of the fan base wants joe woods fired oh it's shifted now to another person have you heard this one no who they want d podesta gone now too i i heard a little bit about that because he talked he came out and said a couple things. Shouldn't have said. So shit. then the media, like fans, were like, "Oh, this guy said it's, something. It's, it's Fire like, him! Let's get it, him." It's out like of the here. Frankenstein, like villagers with the torches. Yeah, it's, it's like if they never see you, you're go fine. After him, <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened. I feel bad for Deepadesta because he just basically came out and, and fans aren't going to want to hear this. But he said Kevin Stefanski's safe. Yeah, I mean he's not then, going anywhere. He did kind of in a nonchalant way say 
There's going to be some changes to the, the the rest of the staff, though. I don't think he has the power to say that, though. Oh, he 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 calls the shots. You think Deepadessa calls the shots? One hundred percent. I mean, what's a Pecky owner? Isn't Andrew Barry like the one step, and then it should be Deepadessa, or is it? Flip it is that? Jimmy Haslam, Deepadessa. Oh, Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski. Interesting. Okay. No question about it. So, I mean, we all knew that Kevin Stefanski was safe. We've all yeah. called the changes at coordinators, yep. which we know is probably going to happen as soon. That, It'll what, be Black what, Monday. What they call it Black Monday. Mm-hmm. That's gonna. That's that's not a racial gone. thing on Joe Woods. It's literally called Black Monday. I got nothing to do with it. Um, but so let me ask you because I was gonna I was gonna bring this up. I was thinking about this in the way here. Do you think that we're too analytically ana- analytically driven on this team? No. And every I know every NFL team has analytics. That we all go by. There's an analytics division of every NFL team out there. Um, we've been rated number one analytic ana- analytically driven team the last two years. Mm-hmm. You don't think that we're relying too much on it a little bit or um i mean are we are we getting away from the coaching in the moment scenarios i guess is what i'm getting at um no so me personally you know where i stand i have no issues with kevin stefanski's coaching um if you pinpoint any game we've lost this year for the most part except for a couple games where we got blown out which would be the Bengals game and the patriots game right other than that every other game was winnable we were within a score or two at the end uh kevin stefanski isn't the one who i mean i'll go back he didn't blow that big lead against the Jets. Right. He didn't fumble against the Falcons and, and prevent them from stopping the run. That was mm-hmm. the defense in David Njoku. He didn't miss the game-winning field goal from Cade York. He put us in a position to win all of these games. That's all you can ask out of your head sure. coach. It's up to the talent. Right now, personally, if anyone's going to be on the hot seat, Andrew Barry. Interesting. Look back at his draft class. We, we did talk about that a couple weeks ago. We did, and, and I, I've been really diving deeper into his draft classes. Not great. The production's not there. Yeah. Um. This this league, and the NFL kind of, currently, they've been kind of protected too. Yeah. And they haven't they haven't traded him. They haven't moved off of him. No, they've he loves draft them. picks. If yeah. anything, he tries to hoard as many as possible. The issue with Andrew Barry though is he hasn't put good enough talent on the field to to win in in levels where you need that. Where I say it every week with JJ Watt, or I'm sorry, TJ Watt, great hell of a player by sure. himself. Even better because he has Cam Hayward on the defensive line. Miles Garrett has nobody. Right. Then you go to um, our linebackers. Not great linebackers. We have small, undersized. We don't have good defensive tackles. Offensively, wide receivers. Let's be honest. I love Amari Cooper. I love Donovan Peoples-Jones. Neither of them are number one wide receivers in the NFL. He needs to address the wide receiver room. He swung and missed with Anthony Schwartz. I wish that pick would have worked, but that was a huge miss. He looks like he kind of swung and missed with David Bell. It's early, but David Bell's another slow possession receiver. We need number one wide receivers in the NFL if you want to win. Look at some of the best teams in the league. Last year, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl winning Rams. He was the offensive player of the year. This year, Justin Jefferson, probably going to win offensive player of the year. Amazing wide receiver. Bengals look like one of the best teams in football. Jamar Chase, you need wide receivers. We don't have them. Right. You have Deshaun Watson, great arm, great quarterback. Who is he throwing the ball to? And want to blame Stefan. It's hard to pass in this offense because we have guys that can't get separation. They can't get open. How many times on Sunday, on Saturday, if you looked at the, the overhead camera, were guys just covered? They had nowhere to go. They weren't, when Deshaun scrambles, they don't know how to move. They don't know how to get themselves open. They just kind of stand there. They run into each other. Guys are running the wrong routes. Guys are dropping passes. That's unacceptable. How are right. we supposed to move? How is that Stefanski's fault? How do you call <clears throat> a game when you can't trust your weapons? You don't think there's any you don't think there's been some questionable play calling on Stefanski's part? Some questionable play calling on his part? I mean, 
Define questionable. It's okay. Let's go to let's go to let's go to Saturday's sure. one. That a lot of people are harping on right now, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we've all it's been talked about. Uh, the fourth and two play, which I'm sure you're the you pass know, play, the pass play. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that the uh, going for it with a bomb down the field was the right call? Do you think it was the right call there? You think that wasn't the play? What was the play? If you rewatch it, David and Joku and David Bell ran into each other. Oh, I didn't see that. They before. ran the wrong route. Okay. No players are supposed to be a foot apart from each so other. He, he took the so shot Deshaun Watson the just had to take a shot. Take a shot down the field. You you wouldn't you don't think the run would have been the right call there? The run really wasn't working too well. We yeah. averaged about three yards a carry, which yeah. is just an average. Sure. So fans like to see that and they go, Well, fourth and two, you're averaging three yards, you're gonna get a first down. That's right. not guaranteed. Run game wasn't working on Saturday. Right. Uh, I think Nick Chubb had twenty four carries for like eighty nine yards. I think he's over 90, 90 something. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't didn't crack a hundred, but twenty four yard or rushes. Didn't crack 100 yards. He had only one rush of like 19 yards for his big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the run game has been bad Yeah. Uh, since the Buffalo game. I was kind of hoping that Ethan Posick coming back would help that. Um, I don't know if it's Nick Chubb's foot injury that's hurting us, but the run game's not there. The pass game, you don't, I don't have, I don't trust the receivers right now. They're dropping balls. Right. Um, and no, I mean, I think that play call, it's, it's when something doesn't work, it's easy to say it was the bad decision, mm-hmm. but we don't know what really happened. I just went back and rewatched that play because I was arguing with people about it naturally. And, uh, David Bell and I David do, I'm Njoku. just being the, the uh, yeah no I, I'm being a Browns fan and right this now, is what so. I told people that were complaining about that play and I said if you go back and watch David and Joku and David Bell ran into each other my guess because he's a rookie probably David Bell that ran the wrong route we'll never know um but it, it, that's unacceptable uh if you look at there were other plays I think the the fourth down play where he got sacked and ended the game uh for us offensively if you go back and look, there were three guys standing right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone was tweeting going, yeah, I don't think that's the right route for those guys. They're not supposed to all be in a cluster. Right. So guys just aren't doing the right thing. It really lot, makes it tough of, to move A lot of crucial drop passes at the end, especially that last play. Mm-hmm. The last drive, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where they had, I think, Njoku dropped it. First uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Dropped it in the corner. Yep. Then Njoku uh, right over the middle. Dropped that one. That's the one where I think is that the one where Watson like dropped to his... Yeah, because he was like, like that was two that in a row. He threw two touchdowns yeah. in a row that these guys dropped. Right. You had the Amari Cooper drop in the end zone, which was a huge swing. I I don't blame Amari Cooper fully because he did slip. It was sl- it was slick outside. Right. It's hard to stop on a dime. Um, but he dropped the touchdown. Yeah, and that led to us getting a field goal. That's four extra points. And when we kicked that field goal right there, Saints got the ball, drove down, scored, went to halftime, got the ball back, scored again. The defense gave up. Uh, right away, 10 unanswered points. Yep. Uh, just unacceptable. That four points would have been huge that Amari Cooper dropped. He left it on the field. Then we drove down, tried to score again, two drop touchdowns. Little things like that where, again, uh, people have this weird uh, vision, if you will, that Kevin Stefanski in the offense is just going to run perfect place. You're going to go, you're going to throw for 100%. No one's going to drop. You're never going to punt. You're going to score on every play. Not every play is going to work. You're going to punt. It happens. Um, so the fact that he called that quote unquote bad play, that fourth down play that everyone's harping on. And then at the end of the game, put us in a position to tie and or win the game right at the last second. What else can a coach do if guys are dropping the ball? I think what the biggest thing I hear more so is our people just can't get past the, we have this much damn talent in this team mm-hmm. and we're only six and nine right now. Like, sure. It, it, there, I think they assume that you should be able to put any coach into it in, on this team, and this talent should be able to win games on its own. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to realize that, like what you just mentioned five, ten minutes ago, was the Andrew Barry scenario, mm-hmm. where picks, trades aren't really working out to how we thought they were. On paper, we have a, a loaded team. Offensively, I don't have many complaints except for wide receiver. Defensively, 
well, holes offensive galore. line too. I mean, that's another issue we have to address in the offseason too. But yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to see any changes in the offensive line. Right. I I, I don't understand the Conklin uh, extension. Doesn't make sense to me. I mean, uh, surprisingly, as a pass rusher or a pass blocker, he's rated like fourth overall in football right, right now. I just didn't see them extending him. No, I didn't the, either. At this point, right now, it just doesn't make sense. Well, he's but, on his. It's his last year. Right. I know, but I, I just didn't think they were going to invest that much of a future into him. I'm sure if we break break it down, it's probably more like a two-year deal right. with an opt-out for the Browns uh, in the future. So it's a good move for them. Yeah. It's a smart team-friendly contract. But I, um, but with how highly rated he is, he is a good he's, – he's hurt. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. He's, he's, he's out there playing banged up. Most guys are at this point in the season. Um, but a fully healthy Conklin, I think that they, they have faith that he's going to be fine. So they're, they're looking for the future. Um, I was talking with a buddy today at work, and we were putting some <laughs> ideas back and forth, and it kind of seems like – I hope I'm wrong, or I'm, I'm sorry, I hope I'm right, and I hope that they didn't just swing and miss on so many decisions. But we both talked about it. We're like, maybe they just they just didn't really go that in on this year because they knew what to expect. So they didn't address defensive tackle. They didn't really get us any stud linebackers. They didn't get us, uh, they traded for Amari Cooper, but that was it for in terms of wide receiver. All year, everybody was saying, why don't you get Brandon Cooks? Why don't you get Will Fuller? Why don't you get this guy, get that guy? We did nothing. Uh, right now, we have Schwartz out with a concussion. Uh, you were down to Michael Woods as our fourth wide receiver. You're playing with a bunch of guys that aren't very good. They don't have a lot of NFL experience. So you're kind of going, why didn't Andrew Barry address this? And I'm thinking, maybe they just said, fuck 2022. We're, we're waiting for 2023. We understand how this year is going to go. We have 11 games without Deshaun Watson. We're not going to do anything with this team. He's going to come back, be rusty. It's going to be an adjustment period. Let's focus on 2023. It would explain why they still have a lot of cap space. They have a ton. They did not. They did not spend what we thought they would spend this year. I mean, how many times were we talking? Go after Dave. Uh, I'm sorry, Indomitian Sue. Yeah. Go after, you know, whoever this defensive tackle, this wide receiver. Go after this guy. We've got the money. They didn't do anything, right? Because we even said that they they have the money to protect themselves when it comes to these these big deals that they're signing. You know, with Ward and and everything else, and still have money to sign other people in the future. Sure. Um, and they could still spend money, but they didn't. And they're going to get. I think they're going to lose some of that cap space next year just because of. Natural. Next year, we're projected to actually have a pretty good amount of cap space. It's 2024 is where it's going to hit us. Yeah. So and I mean, that's where, again, Andrew Barry will adjust contracts. He's going to turn yeah. guarantees into bonuses and things like that. And he'll open up space. We'll, we'll restructure deals. That's what they do in the NFL. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a good that's a good thought. I mean, it's a good theory to think about is the fact that they just said, you know, fuck it. We're just going to punt for this year. I mean, it pretty it much is what I mean, it is. We make the playoffs, we make the playoffs. If we don't make the playoffs. It is what it is. We're investing in the future. Our, our, star court, our franchise quarterback's out three-fourths of the year anyways. What what can we expect? I think the telling sign would be uh, it, at the draft in 2022 in Vegas. Uh, obviously, we didn't have a first round pick because of Deshaun Watson. Uh, excuse me, second round pick. We traded it. Third round, we we had a couple extra picks. We got we traded some more shit. We got some extra picks for the 2023 draft. So it does kind of seem like Andrew Barry was planning for the future, right? Which is smart. Um, but no, I agree that he should be in a warm seat. 100%. I mean, it, I, I don't have time in the offseason. We'll go through it all. We'll actually break down his draft classes over the years. That'll be something fun to kind of yeah. do. But uh, realistically, his draft classes haven't been great. He hasn't produced a guy where you're like, holy shit, this guy's like a game changer. Like you have Greg Newsom, great corner. I'll, I'll take the back. Good corner. Not great. He's not a lockdown guy. He's got a high ceiling, though, I think. I absolutely. Mean, he can get better. I do think if we bring in a better defensive coordinator, you're going to get more production out of him, I think. You'll get more production out of JOK mm-hmm. in a better with a better defensive scheme. Uh, I think you can get more stuff out of if he's even here next year, um, which I, it wasn't even his draft pick, if I'm not mistaken. But you have Grant Delpit, yep. who has been playing really well. Grant's he's actually been, been well playing the last very well. Five weeks, yeah, he's, he's done um, well. 
So you've got some talented guys. Of course, the linebackers, if you look at it, we have four guys on IR. So we're playing with, you know, Reggie Raglan. We had to pick up off the streets, basically. A uh, bunch of janitors out there we signed. Truthfully, up. so that it, it's hard for me to hold hold that against anybody. But it is shitty that fans are just blaming Kevin Stefanski because they don't like one play call. Instead, yep. blame the defense. The defense, the offense gave the defense a 10 nothing lead last week. Defense blew it. Yep. 17 to 10. Yep. I mean, the offense, don't get me wrong. In a shitty cold game, scoring 10 points. I mean, didn't we all? I, I took the under in that game. It was 27 and a half. I, I bet the under. I ended up winning, but that's not a lot of points. I didn't Vegas think, knew people weren't going to score. I didn't think we'd throw the ball 31 times, though. No, but it was kind of working. I, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, Watson made some pretty good throws in right, that weather. Right when we scored, when he missed the touchdown to Cooper because Cooper fell, we kicked the field goal. There was a stat that it was like, I think at that time it was like 210 or something like that and in real time. The Browns didn't get the ball again for like an hour and a half because Saints had a long drive, scored, went to halftime. Then the Saints got the ball again, long drive, scored. Browns didn't have the ball for like an hour and a half. Yeah. In that kind of weather, that's not good for the team. It's hard to come back and get hot. So a lot of fans are like, they're mad that the offense didn't get going in the second half, but they were all cold. They were out. They didn't play for literally two hours. Yeah, literally. Um, Just a lot of things. I mean, I'm not trying to just keep making excuses for Kevin Stefanski, but I will say I listened to Chris Rose from... NFL Network, MLB Network, everything, local guys from Cleveland. Um, he had the greatest line today that I've heard. People asked him, they said, what are your thoughts, Chris? Everyone wants Kevin Stefanski on the hot seat, but it doesn't sound like he's going anywhere. And he said, sorry, I'm going to say this bluntly, but any fans that think Kevin Stefanski should be fired, they're idiots. And he goes, and that just shows me that those fans don't actually watch football. They watch the Browns. You That's suck. it. Yeah. He said if they watched all football games like other people do, they would understand that his coaching decisions are on par with what everybody's doing in the league. He's not doing anything different. Um, and that's something I've been saying all along. What Kevin Stefanski does, he puts his team in a position to win every week. We know the defense is a weak link. We know the defense needs a new coordinator. Hopefully that's going to be addressed. It sounds like it will be. <clears throat> and then now Kevin Stefanski gets a full year offseason with Deshaun Watson, a brand new defensive coordinator, which you expect to get the most out of these players. And now the sky's the limit for this team. I would assume a very... Uh huge increase to the size of the playbook too going into next year yeah very much so you're going to get a bigger uh playbook i think uh defensively too i depending on who the coach is i think you're going to get a defensive coordinator i hope fingers are crossed that you get a guy like i would love brian flores for sure oh we've talked about that weeks but now even yeah. if i got anybody like brian flores what you don't want him to leave we got a pittsburgh fan here <laughs> He's not, Sorry, nothing you could do about it. He's, he's a not, linebacker's he's coach. Not we up in here. Uh, we offer him that DC job, that promotion. <laughs> See ya. Yeah, which you guys are going to have to because he's. I mean, I don't even think the. I don't. I think. I think he'll get a head coaching offer opportunity before he gets a defensive coordinator job. No, you're fine. Yeah, which they have to do because I think he's going to be picked and pride from everybody. People are going to, every team's going to want to interview him for DC. Teams with head coaching vacancies are going to interview him for the head coaching job. And he should rightfully so be a candidate for those. He's a great coach. Yeah. So I would love him here. But just if we got somebody like him, what I really like about Brian Flores, Williams. what he does. Yeah, no Greg Williams. <laughs> um, what I really like about uh, uh, Brian Flores is he adapts the defense to the talent. And to the opponent, which 90% of defensive coordinators do right. Joe Woods, not one of them. No. Joe Woods is like, we are running a zone and I don't give a fuck what happens. And then you watch these guys just pick us apart and everyone's going, why do they keep doing that? And you go, cause of Joe Woods. So there was something that someone this I think it was 
Monday, I think I was listening on the radio. And they were saying, if you go back and look at the last five games the Browns played, the defense does not change. Joe Woods is running the same defense, cookie cutter defense, every every game, every team he plays, even though it's a different team, even though it's a different offense, even though they run different offensive schemes, they are running the same defensive scheme. Most defensive coordinators change. They they change their defense, even though it might be like a zone defense, they'll change how that zone defense is played against certain teams. And it's it's not changing. It's so apparent too, because when you look at the Browns, how many times did they go to halftime with a lead? Yep. Second half, the opponent comes back and beats us. Yeah. Happened countless times this year. Uh did you see the Jets? And trying to cut you out that no, today fine. they came out and said if 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 every one possession game was flip flop this year for the teams that were in one possession, here's like the new records. The Browns are ten and five. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been that crazy this and year. And that to me, that's a testament to Kevin Stefanski. He puts his team in every position to to win because we're right there on the door. It's the defense that lets us down. How many games did the defense give up a lead or a late touchdown or a late this, that? And we're going, what the fuck? And as you said, it's because we don't change. The The offenses know what we're doing. They go to halftime. They make their adjustments. And then they come out in the second half and they go, okay, if they're going to keep doing this, yep. here's what we do. And then they go back. They score. They win. And then you look at a team like Bill Belichick's Patriots getting blown out against the Bengals. Bill Belichick is a – Dave and I were talking about it before the show. Great head coach. Greatest of all time. What does he do at halftime? A defensive mastermind, too. Halftime, he figures out what the Bengals are doing, shuts that shit down, makes a great comeback. If Ramondre Stevenson didn't fumble, they probably win that game against the Bengals, yeah. truthfully. Yeah. That's what a good coach does. You make those adjustments because they couldn't stop Joe Burrow in that offense in the first half. Second half, shut them down. That's what you do. The Browns, teams really don't have much trouble against us in the first half. They come in the second half and they go, shit, they're doing the exact same thing. <laughs> All right, now we know how to beat it. It's more like the first half is more like, let's just go out there and put our toe in the water and see if if there's the fish are still in the water biting right now. Oh, no, there's, they're not still not there. Okay, let's just go in the second half and keep running the same fucking thing. It's and that's like, pretty much they're been just like... They're testing the water in the first half, and they yeah. say, fuck, we're just going to do, do that's it even Bill worse. Belichick's, like, kind of his MO is, like, the first quarter is kind of like, doesn't matter, kind of go out there and just get a feel for the game. Second quarter, you really start to figure out what they're running offensively and defensively halftime. You make your adjustments yep. second half. You finish that shit. It's great. That's yeah. a, that's a, how that's how you should do it. So we make no adjustments. How many times do you see Denzel Ward and, and Greg Newsom, who are good man to man coverage guys, 10 yards off, and then they run an offensive play and you watch them just drop back and you've got the middle wide open because they're running a soft zone. Man to man, you have miles Garrett run a man to man disrupt the quarterback, make him cause turnovers. Instead, we're just letting these guys stay wide open. Did we figure out why he was benched the first series? No, they have Miles, Gar- Miles Garrett I'm talking about. I'm, yeah. just, I'm curious. That took um, some balls. I mean, yes and no. I feel like he, he did something that went against team rules, and that's the punishment that he would do for anybody. I know there's been other players that have been benched for a, for a, a series or whatever. They probably won't ever make it to the light of day what happened. but No, no. I mean, it could be anything. Like That was another thing my friend and I were talking about today. Uh, we were going over hypotheticals, and we were saying maybe he got pulled over. Maybe the cop let him go, but the Browns found out and they said like, okay, he was going 80 and a fucking 60 again. And they're like, all right, this just shit's got to stop. So now you're benched. And my favorite thing are Browns fans that are bitching about Stefanski benching him. And they're like, how do you do that in the biggest game of the year? Like they went three and out. They punted. It literally meant nothing. Yeah. Him not being on the field literally meant absolutely nothing. Um, also though, it might hurt his, uh, like a bonus because he technically didn't start that game. So he might have a bonus that says if you start 15 out of the 18 games or 17, whatever, um, you know, you get $2 million. And they said, well, fuck it. You're not starting this game. You're on the bench. It's, yeah. it's something, that something like suck. that, <laughs> which I mean, fuck him, whatever he did. Um, it could have been anything. Maybe he came in and was, you know, talking shit to coaches, bitching about Joe Woods is, is my 
I guess dream is yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Is he was in the locker room just talking shit, like telling Joe Woods, like you're going to be in the fucking unemployment line in a couple of weeks. Like I can't wait to never see you again. Like just talking mad shit, or you know who knows what he did. Honestly, he could have been late to a practice or a meeting or whatever. Um, I don't think it'll ever come to light. That's what gets me too. So these these defensive defense and offensive coordinator were handpicked by Kevin, right? So mm-hmm. do they stand deep Podesta and Kevin? Does um does the firing stop at Joe Woods on the defensive side? Or do you think it's just him? No, it'll be his whole staff. The entire staff's gone. I would say most, I'd say 90% of the staff. They might keep a couple people. Right. And then we uh, we said the special teams coach is probably gone too. I would assume Mike Prefer's gone. I, I, I don't really see a reason to keep him. You have Jakeem Grant, who of course got hurt. So it's hard to blame. It's hard to blame Prefer for the return game because you did sign a guy specifically to return. But Ford's been um, doing well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's been fine. Yeah. Nothing. I have no complaints in that department, but it's Cade York missing all these kicks. You're not going to get rid of your third round rookie kicker. So somebody's got to take the fall. That's Mike Prefer, unfortunately, I think. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I mean, it's going to be happening quick, I'm yeah. sure. And I, and I hope they find someone quick, too. Yeah. And just get it out of the way. The only problem is going to be, depending on who they're going after, if they're in playoff games, that makes it really tough because. Oh, Pittsburgh's not in playoff games. We're fine. Yeah. So Flores after. will be defensive coordinator by <laughs> Tuesday after the season ends. And then. Uh, Special teams, I have no idea. I, I haven't even looked at who could potentially be a candidate right. there. Another guy to keep an eye out for, I don't remember how to pronounce his name. It's really fucking weird, but the defensive coordinator in Denver, now that Nathaniel Hackett got fired, he's a great defensive coordinator. I'm assuming the new head coach is going to gut everybody and, and get rid of everyone. So if he becomes available, I would take him in heartbeat, but he also might have head coaching opportunities. I wonder who would want that job in Denver or who would be up for it. To be the head coach? Yeah. I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to think like who Just about anybody. Right a head coaching gig is I'm just trying to think right now who would, like, who would be team. like a big... Mike Vrabel. I think he he wants out of Tennessee. Yeah, I think we've said that for yeah. a while now. That'd be interesting for him to move over to Denver. We'll see. I no, I don't think that. I don't think he the pros want Brian Day. He I needs just, to prove himself a little bit more. I just can't believe that Russell Wilson took that steep of a dive in the wrong direction. I mean, they're doing the right thing. You you invested all that in Russell Wilson, so now you fire your coach because it's like, all right, we can't. It's just like the Cade York situation. You're not going to fire Russell Wilson, right? So you got to somebody's got to take the fall. So you fire the coach. You hope that they get a little rejuvenation. Now you now that you officially have Russell Wilson, maybe you let him pick the next head coach. Somebody he's comfortable, yeah. Somebody he's familiar with. Maybe there's a coordinator with Seattle or something that you can pry. Uh, Even if it just is a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator, doesn't even have to be the head coach, but. You let Russell Wilson have a say in it because you invested so much. You have right. to. Yeah, because the skill level is still there with him. Right. He's still a, a decent it's, quarterback, even at his it age It makes right no now, sense but. to me that he went from, I mean, he, he was good for this for the last like five years. He'd start off hot. Yeah. First half of the season, first like eight games, Seattle would end up being like seven and one, six and two. He'd look like the MVP. And then reality sets in. Um, when he goes to Denver, it's been a nightmare. It's from game one. From the very beginning, yeah. like I thought like, okay, they're off to a slow start offensively and it never progressed. It just continuously got worse. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And it's not like, like he is, has bad receivers in that team. No, they're loaded. I thought Denver was going to be a legitimate yeah. team. Like their defense is that good. Uh. Head coach of the Broncos. Yeah. I could see that him and Russell Wilson would do well together. I saw some rumors. I mean, we'll go over all these off season rumors when the time is right. But, uh, I saw Sean Payton back to New Orleans. Tom Brady with him. He's still under contract. I could see that. I definitely think that McCarthy's on a hot seat down there in Dallas because 
How many times can you get to the playoffs and get eliminated? I mean, it turns into Jeff Fisher territory. That's true. Mike Tomlin. We got a Mike Tomlin fan right here, so he knows better than anybody. His name's um, Tim. That's the Mike Tomlin <laughs> yeah, yeah. fan. Mike Timlin. Uh, <laughs> but for what it's worth, I, I I heard that rumor the other day of Brady and uh, Sean Payton teaming up in in New Orleans. Because look at that roster. That's a fucking. That would be a crazy offense. Brady in a dome. I keep on I keep on seeing the Sean Payton news coming out. I don't know where he's going to go. I don't, I don't think he'd go back to. This, I, I don't know. think he's. I don't think teams are really going to be that interested in him because he does require trading draft picks to get him. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach, but there's plenty of fish in the sea. What do you mean, Sean takes, Payton takes training draft picks. What did I miss? Because he's still under contract with New oh, Orleans. Because he retired, right, yeah. he didn't yeah. he didn't get fired or anything. So he's still under contract. So if a team wants him, they have to trade draft picks with New Orleans. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Because you only don't have to give up draft picks if you hire a coordinator because you have to give them a, a promotion. So like Brian Flores being a linebackers coach, we could get him because we would promote him to defensive coordinator. Whereas if we just wanted to get a defensive coordinator from another team, it was a lateral move. You have to do draft picks. So head coach to head coach, it's a lateral move. You can't get any bigger than, unless than that. Unless they're fired, then yeah. Unless they're canned, yeah, absolutely. Um, So ugly game, cold defense, gave up a bunch of points. Stefanski's going to be safe. We're changing coordinators. Rinse and repeat for a Cleveland Browns offseason. Browns are um, in the playoffs. It is Browns are officially eliminated. Uh, their toilet has been flushed down the drain. If you have any trouble with your drain, call Smith's Drain Service, LLC. <laughs> you okay, like that? That's, that's a good transition. one. That's a really good great one. Transition. Smith's Drain Service, they're your local drain cleaning experts. They cannot fix the Browns from clogging up their shit season in a toilet. However, they can come and clear your main sewer line, your bathtub, your laundry line, septic lines, kitchen sink lines, floor drains, and downspouts. So, so much more. Family owned and operated. You can call Smith's Drain Service at 440-242-8704. I feel like after this weekend, you're going to have to call Smith's for a couple of reasons. One, frozen pipes, broken pipes. Um, if your pipe breaks and you have a water leak and your house gets destroyed, you can give Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement a call because they'll be glad to come out and fix that house. Or commercial business you have. Uh, they take care of bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, and much more. Give Will a call today at 440-731-7654. Tell him that team Redline sent you. Now, Joe Woods is more than likely getting fired, so I really hope that when they hand him his pay- walking papers, they also give him a little something to remember his time in Cleveland. If they want to get him something really special, well, you obviously go to Incredible Keepsakes. They make t-shirts, cups, binders, keychains, you name it. Incredible Keepsakes can make it customized for you. Official merchandise provider of Redline Radio LLC and all of the show hosts. Call today, 440-242-9648, or go to their website at IncredibleKeepsakes.com. As Diane would say, cherished moments are made to last forever. Well, just like the Browns' front office is going to do, they're going to take out the trash this offseason. You know how it takes out the trash and make sure it's clean after you can put new trash in? It's Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning, LLC. They'll come out to your house to take those dirty old trash cans. They'll put them up in the machine that they have. They'll power wash them out. They'll sanitize them. They'll make them look pristine and new for you. Uh, Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning is a locally owned, eco-friendly trash bin cleaning service in northwest, northeast Ohio, um, serving North Ridge, North Ridgeville, and surrounding areas. Give Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning LLC a call today at 440-752-1533. You know, reach out, tell them uh, Metro Redline Radio sent you. Get 10% off your first service. Now, assuming Brian Flores is going to be the next defensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns, when he gets to town, I don't know how familiar he is with Cleveland. So what he's going to want to do, he's going to want to reach out to All Access Realty. If you're a family who's thinking about buying or selling your home, or your business is looking to upgrade, contact Frank Sabochin at All Access Realty. Frank is a veteran. He served this country and is now serving the community. Frank is also committed to keeping our veterans, or to helping our veterans, I'm sorry. If you know anybody with, uh, if you know any housing opportunities for our vets, please contact Frank today at 440-391-7430. Give him an email at franks at allaccessrealty.com. 
So I've got no transition to this next one, but I just wanted to mention it because I heard they have some shows coming up. Uh, Bad Juju, we don't talk about them enough on here. I've yet to do, go to a show of theirs, but I hear they're amazing. That'll change soon. They are a uh, official sponsor, the official band of Redline Radio. Um, they do all kinds of shows all, all over Ohio, I think in other areas too, in other states. Uh, give Dan a call today if you want to book them. Uh, 440-225-0511. They are very busy, very popular. I suggest you give them a call. I'll talk to Dave and see if he can hire them for Joe Woods' going away party. That would be nice <laughs> if, for them to play. Um, na, 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 na. <laughs> so when we hire uh, Brian Flores, it's just a straight shot on 90 to get to Cleveland from it Pittsburgh. Is. So it's pretty easy. So when he's driving on the highway, he might notice those little reflector things in the in the road there in the middle. You know who's helping put those down? Who's that would that? be our friends at Dynatech. Oh, yeah. You know, Dynatech, they're testified by many satisfied customers. Their diamond saw blades are the fastest cutting, longest lasting. Their customer satisfaction is how they measure success at Dynatech. And let me tell you, their measuring stick is long. Dynatech is a great company, great owners, great people. They make everything. They're actually kind of switching up from making the saw blades to doing those um, little reflector things on the highway. I don't remember exactly what they're called, but it's a big business and they're doing very well with it. And I'm very, very happy for our friends at Dynatech. I look forward to seeing them again. Hopefully next month with another remote. Um, But if you're in in any type of construction needs, uh, they're the only saw blade company recommended by the pavement marking manufacturing industry located in Elyria, Ohio. They're committed to being the top diamond saw blade company around the world. Their products include saw blades, abrasive blades, pavement marking blades, cordial rigs, cordial bits, high-speed gas saws, masonry saws, walk-behind saws, tile saws, and other construction equipment. Give them a call at 1-800-446-9001 or give them an email at sales at dynatech.com or check it out at dynatech.com dot com d y n a t e c h dot com. That was a long ad read. Mm-hmm. It's a nice. good one though. They they earned it. Dynatech was they gave me barbecue and a hoodie. They get the longest ad reads in the world. So we're sitting in this amazing state of the art studio, Studio Two. It is the official Growing Wings Adult Services Studio. Um, growing Adult Growing Rings Adult Services is five years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. If you want more information on that, please give Lisa a call at two three four three three four seven five four seven. Um, amazing sponsor. Uh, we've been in this studio now for almost, uh, what, nine months, eight months. Yeah. We're getting close to a year. I'm getting old here. Getting old. Um, raging, but give Lisa a call today for all the information. They are amazing people to reach out to. Uh, speaking of studio two, uh, talking about balls isn't the only show that does studio uses studio two Sunday nights. You can check out steel city renegades, AKA the steel city running lates. We happen to have one third or one half. I don't even know who's on that show anymore these days. Um, there are seven to nine on Sunday nights from steel, uh, studio number two. Also, 4th and 15, hopefully coming back soon with Mel and Smooth. That'll be great to see them. Um, I actually talked to Mel a couple weeks ago. We called him the show. It was great to hear from him. 4th and 15, Saturdays from Studio 2 from 2 to 4. Uh, but Studio 1 has great shows as well. Saturday nights, you got uh, TMI from 10 to midnight. Starting them off, though, you've got Comedy and Cocktails with Jen Jen on Saturday nights. Kevin Kwan, Professional and Professionals on Sunday afternoon. And Medium Ratchet from 6 to 7. Monday nights, you've got Just Therapy with Sean Boyd. Tuesdays, you've got our very own Tim Buck Tuesday. The man, the myth, the legend. Yesterday, he had a great show. I love listening to Tim just talk about life and his future and plans that he has. It's really cool to hear that and to hear somebody's a different perspective on life. Um, I really enjoy that kind of stuff. I don't necessarily need, I don't need somebody breaking down the news and doing shit like that all the time. Somebody talking about their own life is, is sometimes more exciting than anything you'll see in the media. Uh, so I respect that about Tim and I really enjoy his show. So check it out on Tuesdays from 6 to 8. Also, you can check out Gary Wenner spinning the fucking hits from 6 to 10. He does take requests. Give him a call. Um, I believe it's the first Tuesday of every month. He does 80s. 80s. Yep, 80s. And then, again, like I said, he'll take requests and he'll play anything. Shit you haven't heard on the radio in years. If you want to hear it, Gary Wenner's going to spin it for you. Broad Street South are on a bit of a break right now. They'll be back from 8 to 9 with uh, (coughs) Angel. 
And then Wednesdays, you, of course, have talking about balls from 7 to 9 at Studio 2. And Studio 1, she vibes from 8.30 to 9.30. Welcome those ladies back. They're they're healthy and ready to end the, the, the old year and start a new one. And they're going live here in a little bit. Uh, Thursdays, you've got For the Culture. You've got, you never know where Dub's going to be. Dub in a truck. God knows where he's going to be coming from tomorrow. But, but I love it. I love every time he comes on. He's or every time he's on. He's he's a good a good host. I heard my voice crack. That like mouse thing was that Tim? <laughs> Fucked me up. There we go. And then uh, you've got Lex Vegas show from seven to eight, and then le- right after him, you've got Club Pizzle from nine to ten. We got to meet uh, Don a couple weeks ago at the Christmas party. He was awesome. Broad Street South. Eight to nine, and then Money's Crazy soundtrack from Studio Two. Uh, actually, not Studio Two. I'm sorry. He does the Red Wine app exclusively. Great vine, great vine. Friday nights from 6 to 8. This, that voice was throwing me off. I was listening to myself. Uh, from Studio One, you got Money's Crazy Mind from 8 to 10 on most Fridays. It sounded like you were just possessed for like two seconds there. I kind of like, was. Went, I felt possessed reading that You went that from board. like a midget to the devil <laughs> in like two seconds. I had a, I went through puberty live on air. I'm glad you guys all got to hear it. Your balls dropped while we were just... You're Talking about those. balls, literally. All right, that was our ad reads and our show rundown. I think we need to just come up with a cool ad read like... And those were the ad reads. We need a sound. That would be cool. That That's our robot telling us mission accomplished. I literally just thought I had a stroke there, Tim. Jesus Christ. I am Johnny Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Browns are officially eliminated from the playoff contention. Um, We've been here before, folks. It's nothing to worry about. We know, I mean, we again, know how to proceed this, this offseason. This is something we talked about before the season started. Obviously, we're fans. So as fans, you come into these games, into the seasons, I should say, and you never want to accept defeat. You never want to go into a season and say, not that they're tanking, but that, that we're expecting to not win. Every team, even the worst teams in the league. I bet the Houston Texans came in this year. I, I, as a card collector, I saw Davis Mills cards start skyrocketing because Davis Mills looked okay for the Texans last year for the second half of the season. So I'm sure if I followed Texan sporting uh, uh, social media accounts, there were fans that were going, this is our year. Texans are fucking good. Davis Mills is the man. Then the season starts. Reality sets in. And here we are. Houston Texans are probably going to have the number one overall. They pick. got a feisty team, though. I give them credit for that. They're, they're playing well, but it's 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 not a good thing, uh, in my opinion, when you have a team that sucks and then for the last month they win a couple games because that might save Lovey Smith's job. Where And it kicks them out of the first position maybe, too? No, I think they'll be okay there. I, last time I checked, I think they had like a two-game lead for the number one pick. Over, <laughs> actually, no, not anymore. It's only one. A two-game lead. This sounds so funny. They have a two-game losing lead. Because they like, want that. You want the number one pick. currently winning the NFL season for first-round pick? I think Chicago is second, which that would be good for Chicago because Chicago could trade out of that pick and get a fucking boatload because they don't need a quarterback. Um, but the Texans need that number one pick. They need to be able to take Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, whoever they want. Um, but I, I guarantee even Chicago, you go into the new season and you're like, this is our year. Uh, Chicago actually started off pretty decent. They won a few games. They haven't won in a while, but they thought they were going to be uh, like good enough to where they traded away for chase Claypool. Like they were trying to make some moves to, to take them to another level and it didn't work. They'll be um, good though. Justin Fields is starting to show a little bit of something here. I mean, there's a lot of people that bash him and say like, Oh, he's a running back. He's not a quarterback, but I also think he was dealt a raw hand. I, I said last year, uh, Matt Nagy is a horrible coach. He wasn't. He was not uh, developing Justin Fields properly last year. So I almost consider this to be Justin Fields' rookie year. To be honest, he's had a hell um, of a year, and he's had a good fantasy year uh, in terms of actual like football play. Sure, it's been hit or miss. But again, this team's in a full rebuild. They they gutted the defense. They traded Roquan Smith. They traded um, 
I forgot his name, a defensive end. Um, but they traded a lot of people away. Quinn. Yeah, Robert Quinn. Yeah, they traded away Robert Quinn. They traded away Roquan, Roquan Smith. Uh, offensively, their offensive line sucks. Their their running backs are okay. They have David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, who got hurt for most of the year. Uh, they have Chase Claypool, wide receiver. That's about it. Um, they need to get him some weapons. Justin Fields is pretty much doing it on his own. So, right, and I think that's just they're young. They don't have a lot of talent. I think they will. How be able many to put it TikToks together. have been made though since he's been in Chicago? A was lot. he the TikToker? He was the TikToker. Was he? I know Juju was a big TikToker too, wasn't then, he? And then Chase took it over because oh, I didn't know that. that torch, I guess. Right? Okay, I didn't know that actually. I don't really use TikTok that often. I probably should, but um, but yeah, the season's over for the Browns. A lot of teams you go into the season thinking things are going to get they're going to be better than they really are. Um, kudos to Stefanski. This was another thing Chris Rose brought up. Chris Rose was like, you guys want this guy fired, but he took Jacoby Brissett, who at one point there were a lot of fans saying, why don't they make a package for Josh Dobbs? Remember those fans? Uh, yeah. They're the same ones that were now saying Jacoby Brissett was better than Deshaun Watson. Like those fans just don't know. They're so used to I've, sucking. I've had a couple people like text me separately and be like, you know, I'm people who were like Baker bros. Yeah. People who were like, that's the first mistake. Fuck Watson who were like all this other stuff. They're coming around saying, oh, okay, I kind of see, I, I kind of see what Watson is as a quarterback. I'm like, what? Like you're just now seeing and this. Like, I don't too, understand. Is, I think the people that, that don't know how to didn't know what to expect with him yeah. is exactly what Chris Rose says, where he said, these are just guys that don't actually watch football. Right. They just so these are the people Browns. that have never seen a Texans game. So they don't know what Deshaun Watson. And Watson's like. not even like, I think Watson's like 75% of what he could be. Like, Maybe less. Pro- probably less. Honestly, but less. That's, but you're getting amazing. You're getting spot throws, mm-hmm. dime drops dropped into people's hands. Yep. You're getting throws in the back of the end zone, throws from hash, hashtag to the other sideline. You're getting runs. You're getting all these different plays. First rushing touchdown happened on Saturday. That, looked amazing. Right, that you're not good. That you've not seen before. Now you're like, oh, this guy's actually had, knows how to play quarterback. Well, and no that's another thing too. Shit. That I mean, don't get me wrong. You want to win at any any means necessary. You guys know how I feel about winning. Uh, Deshaun Watson was able to run the ball pretty well on mm-hmm. on Saturday. So a lot of fans were saying, why didn't we stop? Why did we stop running the ball with Watson? <sighs> no one's ever happy, man. And in my thing, and this is what fans probably don't want to hear, is they probably looked at it and they said, it's really cold, very susceptible to injuries. Do we want to risk our $230 million quarterback in his fourth game, an injury in a meaningless season because yeah. we have a 1% chance of the playoffs? And they probably said, let's stop doing those runs. I'm glad to see them working because that's another thing fans don't want to hear. Consider some of this like preseason. We're testing some shit. Some of these plays you're probably never going to see again. It's just a quick little, okay, Watson can scramble here. This was wide open. That's a really good play. Let's remember that for next year. Yeah, He's but, only getting paid a million dollars this year. Exactly. He's making, I mean, the poor guy, is, he's scraping by. Did you see that shack that he had to buy? He's currently living in. I mean, I wouldn't put that my shack fucking, that he had to buy. I wouldn't put my worst enemy in a place like that. This poor fella. I can't wait for things to turn around for him. And did somebody fart? Because it smells really bad over here. I did not Is that fart. Tim? That thing traveled, dude. I'm tasting it right now, but Jesus, the show must buddy. go on. <laughs> Wowza. There's a little zesty attitude today. Now you got a zesty <laughs> Now asshole. I understand Jesus. why he's got a tummy break. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was I was like, is Dave shitting that way, or is this coming from the left? I, I don't know where think it's going to travel. Oh, boy, did it. Uh, this thing traveled like James Harden, dude. Oh, my God. I feel like we're in like a fucking concentration camp getting gassed out right now. Whew. I would prefer that. At least that gas would have killed me by now. I knew it travel when Kyle called. <laughs> Kyle's like, you could see it his nostrils flaring on screen. Like, oh, um, but yeah, I mean, the season's over again. It, it sucked once we lost those games to. And I said this on the show. I said this early on in the year. 
I said when we when we lost to the Jets, when we lost that heartbreaker to the Chargers, when we lost the game to the Falcons, when you mm-hmm. lose these games, you should win. Yeah. They're going to come back to bite you in the ass. That's yep. unacceptable. You can have one, maybe two of those, and your season will be okay. Like, look at the Bills. Bills are fighting for the number one seed right now. They lost a, a stinker to the Jets. Right. An unacceptable loss. Was it one of my stinkers? It was worse, actually, because they lost that's, to Zach Wilson. That's, that's saying a lot right now. Um, I forgot who their other two losses are to uh, off the top of my head because I think the Bills are 11-3 and three, um, or 12-3, and three, whatever. So I'm trying to concentrate right now. I'm just my, my, my yeah, I'm trying to not breathe it in. Um, actually, I'll just look up the Bills' schedule while we talk. But those, actually, it's irrelevant. But little losses like that, you just they, they, come, they might come back to haunt sure. you. Because, again, you look at the Bengals. Bengals week one, they lost to the Steelers, a lower opponent. Uh, the Bills lost to the Jets. Now they're battling Monday night. Winners probably getting the one seed in the AFC. It's, it's a, a game. huge game. Because um, the loser of that game, presumably, uh, spoiler alert on all of us probably picking the Chiefs this week, if I had to put money on it, they're facing the Broncos. Wow. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm choosing. No, I'm just playing the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most of us will pick the Chiefs. And Based on both your guys' records, you probably should play the smart picks. But the week. Chiefs have, hey, I, I had to take a lot of chances. I tied you up like two <laughs> weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever. I took a lot of chances to try to take this lead. I don't get to um, gloat much. I'm going to gloat, though. I, I, I respect that, actually. You, you're, you're right. <laughs> you're on a, a two-punishment win streak. Out of, yeah, that's not something you want to win, though. Out of going 0-10, like I think, being the, start, That's like so. being first place for number one pick overall. That's true. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, you, you can't lose games like that right. and expect your season to be okay. And that's exactly what happened to the Browns. Losing to the Jets, it was a historical loss. They did something I've never seen before. So it's kind of like, okay, shit happens. Let's get it together. They go out, they beat Pittsburgh the next game. I'm thinking, okay, everything's back on track. Then they go out and lose to Atlanta. Then they lose to the Chargers. And then it's just loot loss after loss. And you're those going, all should have been wins. The those season's three, those, over. Those three right there should have been wins. Yep. Honest to God, no bullshit. The Browns should have started the season off 5-0. Yep. No question about it. Right. But we're going to finish the season two and zero. Oh, maybe we'll see. Not we shall losing. not lose. We shall see. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later at the end of the show. But yeah, the the Brown season's over. It is what it is. Uh, it's time to focus on the off season, acquiring some talent. As we said earlier, there's a lot of cap space for the Browns next year. Um, they have a plethora of draft. That's another thing that I find funny about Browns fans. And I had to say this to my my father in law the other people day. People say we have no draft picks. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's yeah. like, oh, how how are they supposed to no get better? Picks. They don't have any draft picks. I said, Mike, that's his my my father in law. I go, Mike, there's seven rounds. Do you know that? There's not just one. We don't have a first round pick. Mike, Mike, Mister Feisty, Mike. We have every other draft pick though, and a couple rounds. We have multiple picks in those rounds, and we're gonna get extra picks when we. Oh, get, we got the big big Browns fans. Are stupid. Um. When we lose guys in free agency, like more than likely we're going to lose Kareem Hunt to free agency, we will get a compensatory pick. That's how that works. It, it will probably be for the 2024 draft, but still, you get compensatory picks. And like Browns fans only think there's one round. And that's the funny thing is in our history, since 1999 at least, how many first round picks have we drafted that were like fucking great players? Miles Garrett, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas. I'd say Joe Hayden. Yeah, I'd say Joe. He had, he had some Pro Bowl years when he was here. He was really good. So I'd I'll, say I'll take Denzel that. Ward. Den, and then yeah, then we have to go 10 years and away. that was it. And then we go to Denzel Ward. And then we go to Miles Garrett. Guys yep. like that. But you had to fast forward 10 years. Tim Couch? I, Tim, personally, Tim I think Tim Couch was a great quarterback. He, he got, he got I, a lot of I was being serious. Yeah. I mean, Tim Couch, was a, he was a no-brainer pick. He was the best quarterback in that draft. Uh, they just didn't do him any favors. Yeah. So, so not, many, way, not, many, not many panned out. You're right. Not many. So that's why I don't get why these Browns fans are like, we don't have any draft picks. Like, what history do you have where we've done anything good with those? 
because first round is all that matter. All people do is tune in for Thursday night, and that's, that's it. it. And that's why I go that's every it. fucking day. I stay for every pick for the most part. And people don't understand that there's a lot more. You know, a lot of our just... talented players that we have on our team that are doing well are out of second, third, and fourth round. Late picks. round guys. Yes. Donovan Peoples-Jones. I bet nobody was. Most normal Browns fans, casual Browns fans, were watching to see that pick happen. They probably were like, who the fuck is this guy? Where did we get? He went to Michigan, yep. but they never heard and of him. And then they hated him automatically mm-hmm. because he went to Michigan and didn't want to give him a chance. Well, they probably waited. See, Donovan Peoples-Jones was drafted on a Saturday. They probably woke up Sunday morning, read the paper, and went, huh, we drafted a kid out of Michigan. This guy fucking sucks. And now two years later, they probably love him because they're idiots. Browns fans are, in fact, stupid. stupid. I want all of them to know that. Um, I think that needs to be a button. It really does. We'll we'll work on that. We'll make that a hot button. Um, But with that being said, let's let's try to turn things into a positive. The Browns season, of course, is over. Uh, they will not play again until 2023, unfortunately, because the next game is Sunday, which is the first. So see you next year. <laughs> yeah, basically. Let's end the let's end the year for the Browns and for our show, I guess, on a good note here in, in the middle of the show. We're not at the end of the show, but you know what I mean? I wanted to go around with the three of us and everybody give your New Year's resolution. I don't think it's like a birthday wish. You're allowed to say it out loud. It won't spoil it. So uh, let's go around the room. I'll start. I don't mind. Um, mine is to get back in shape. I went through my shit over the summer that my wife and I went through and I stopped working out. I stopped going to the gym. I started eating like shit. I kind of got lazy. Um, so for Christmas, I actually got a, a weight bench for the basement. We've got a little weight like workout area down there. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to try to get back into shape. That's my goal for 2023. Yeah. I was going to say, man, you should look a little fat. I noticed. I trust me. I'm aware. This is coming from me. I'm not looking so good. I'm in shape. I'm a shape. I'm usually this kind of shape. <laughs> Um, but that's, I have, I have a two-parter. I'm not, I'm, I'll be quick. I don't know. Uh, getting Take in shape, is, getting in shape is definitely mine. I, I mean, my wife and I made a, a pack together that we're going to start working out and we're going to, we're going to, we have a goal in mind and we have a reason for that goal, but, um, we have a goal in mind. And the other big thing from my 2023 is more, uh, I think self-focused mental health awareness. Cause I just, this year has been a very, um, it's been a very busy year for work and uh, home, and it's just more of a just working on myself and uh, making sure I'm good going forward. Um, you know, I had that uh, like attack earlier this year. Uh, I've never had an anxiety attack like that before, so it kind of made me step back and kind of like put things in perspective a little bit. So uh, I think this year is going to be a good year to kind of step back and focus on me. Probably more reading, uh, more just kind of self moments and, and thoughts. So that's a big focus for uh, 2023 for sure. Um, I'm kind of. And on the same thing as you guys, uh, I am a shape. I'm a, a, a circle. Um, but uh, I, I, I kind of talked about this on my show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten buck Tuesday, six, six day every Tuesday. Um, plug right. <laughs> uh, I I want to get my routine back. Uh, when I had my good routine going, my everything else kind of fell in place. Like my my mental health was was good. Uh, my physical health was good, um, and you know, my financials were a lot better. Now I kind of, I fell out of that routine. Um, my sleep schedule is just drop wherever you fall, like type thing. Um, I, I have been taking more, I've been getting a little bit more rest, but it kind of has taken away from other things that I shouldn't allow to take away from. So I, I want to get back to a good routine. Uh, I just tell, just telling my roommate, yeah, let's get up at 5 a.m. every morning. We're, we're building a gym in our basement as well. Hell yeah. Um, we got a punch. We putting a punch bag together. Um, so we're going to get down there at 5 a.m. <coughs> we got uh, I got an exercise bike and elliptical and I got some weights. 
Uh, so, I mean, like, I have no reason to to not get back in that mindset of getting everything back together. So that's kind of what I want to do. Not kind of. That's what I want to do. good resolution. Hell yeah. Well, fellas, uh, I wish you guys all the best. Let's do it. If should you guys we, need any motivation or anything, we should we, turn to each other. We should, since our goal is our resolutions all the same, right? The first one, at least, it's all weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. We should do a little three-way competition, maybe a six-month in type thing. You know, maybe three months, I don't know, and see who has uh, maybe the most progress out of all three of us. Maybe sure. a little challenge, small side challenge, maybe a little side bet for something. We could do that. What do you guys I, say? I like that challenge. I like that. Let's hold ourselves accountable a little bit. You know, maybe we'll do like a month to month check in, kind of see where we're at. I'm down. I was just at the doctor a couple of weeks ago. I weighed in at 255, um, which is not I, that. I remember when I was 255. I usually, back in high school, <laughs> I'm usually around uh, like in kindergarten. anywhere between 230 and 250 ish, give yeah. or take. So for me, it's just more so I stopped working out. Like I stopped weightlifting sure. and doing all that. So that's what in I'm going to do. In fairness, so we'll on. have to figure out a way to do it correctly. We can figure this right. out because like I'm not going to be dropping a ton of weight personally. No, because like Tim and myself, we probably the first things the weight we lose are probably a lot of water weight. Sure. Which is, I'm mean, a bigger dude. It happens. Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't want to yeah. go pound for pound because I think we'd probably win that. We can figure a way to percent, yeah. percent whatever to I mean, I look at it as there's no losers in this competition sure. if we all lose weight. But let's do that. Let's start January 1. Technically, we're we'll, actually all losers, but that's a good thing. I think January 1, we'll come in with like a maybe our, our weight if we want to, and then we'll just see how month to month goes. We'll see let's what happens. It. Why not? Uh, somebody said, do weigh-ins live in studio so no one can lie about it. Um, I could take a picture. I work at a hospital, so I, I get on the scale kind of every day. Uh, not every day, but. Yeah, I mean, Tim's got no shame. Tim weighed himself at Dynatac. We were behind the scenes. It was off. The show wasn't happening. Tim fucking went right on it. He doesn't care. I won a dollar (laughs) off that, by the way. I I called the the weight. I literally just, I was at the doctor two Fridays ago or three Fridays ago, whatever. And I was 256, I think, technically. I think I had to to hold your boobs for a minute. So I knew exactly what the weight was. And I got it right. So. He did hold my boob. Uh, he had been waiting to hold my boob for the longest time. It's been a wish. Uh-huh. It's been a wish. I was going to have that as my New Year's resolution, but check that off. The I feel like that's list. collusion then if before the weigh-in, Kyle felt a boob. I didn't feel anything, <laughs> so I didn't get any comparisons. So we'll, we'll have to do that one again. Matter of um, fact, we should try to get a, a, a New Year's or you know first of the year remote at Dynatech, and then we do the weigh-in there. That's, that's a good that's idea. A good we can do that live on Maybe the show. January. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do Does that, that live does it still happen in January, hopefully, Dave? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do it on yeah, that live on live on a show that we have our our preset weight. Yeah. And then each day we had just bring bring a scale in or sort of and Tim can weigh at work, whatever, and show us. And then we we trust each other's word, obviously. Absolutely. Um, I would I would break any house scale. So but uh, any anything yeah, I, was say I have one, but I don't know if it's compatible with Tim. If I'm direction, being anything in this direction is a positive. So as long as we're doing this, right. it's a win for everybody. But I think kinda of, kinda of cool to hold ourselves kind of well for the first couple of months of the year. Uh, see what see what happens and, and maybe celebrate, you know, a little bet. We'll figure it out. But hey, I think it's a good way. We're we all have the same resolution. Let's work on it together, I think. Let's do it. I didn't really set any goals last year and I believe that was another big thing. I didn't either. Um, I, I usually don't, to be honest. Like usually the new year starts and I'm kinda like I have some things in my head where I'm like, all right, I want to try to do this, try to do that, but I'm never really like stern with it. That's when my life changed is when I started setting goals. because uh, I didn't believe in setting goals because like you I don't like setting expectations because when you set expectations, you know, you get let down. Yeah. If you don't um, hit it, you, you feel defeated. Right. So now um, I, I've changed that. I just didn't set any last year. So I want to get back to that. My biggest downfall is that I enjoy alcohol too much. 
mine was just i got really content sitting on the couch and just eating out and ordering food and just not moving i love but, eating out whatever you and your wife do yeah, in your free yeah, time i don't i want to hear about it but i i used to go to the gym like four days a week right after work at least i was at the gym every single day i, I completely stopped going yeah. the other thing that hurt me too was uh the plan of fitness right by my house went under construction where they didn't have bathrooms they didn't have anywhere to change so basically you had to show up in your clothes work out go home they didn't have bathrooms they didn't have anywhere to change they had porta potties out front that was it no on uh smith oh actually yeah it is 150th yeah right there in brook park oh really what time do you go okay i'll probably see you up there then because i'm gonna start going back i gotta work at 3 30 so i'm usually up no, there right around 3 45 bathroom naked together now yeah absolutely I went up there just the other day to check it out because they finished all that construction. It looks fucking beautiful. It looks so different. So I'm excited to start working out again. And like I said, my wife got me the weight bench. We have a treadmill. We've got exercise bikes. I've got, I got a lot of workout equipment in my house. If I'm too lazy to leave on like a weekend, that's good. But I'd like to get back to Planet Fitness because I like working out there. I had a good routine. Well, there we go. There's our goal 2023. We're, gonna we're all getting in better shape. We're doing shape. it together. Because I figured we're doing this show on, on air. You guys look at us now. I used to just do a podcast where I could do it in my pajamas. It didn't matter. Now you have to see me every week. I got to look a little bit more presentable. I just want to live longer. Um, that's, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good start, start, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, like, the, at the route, rate I'm going, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm going to die, but like... Hey, we all are, buddy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad my dad getting uh, prostate cancer um, kind of like shook me a little bit because it's something my grandfather had uh he has it so i'm i'm almost destined to get it um so if i put myself in at least a healthier situation sure um when it's time to fight it if i ever you know if i do have to face that that bridge at least i i'm in a healthier mode to be able to to attack it anything you could do to better the odds that's it absolutely i like it all right fellas well, let's do it Team on three. One, two. I'm just kidding. Big <laughs> balls. Everybody in the middle. <laughs> one, two, three balls. <laughs> All right. And now it's time for the fun part. We're going to recap week 16 of the NFL. What a fun week that was. What an interesting week with yes. a lot of games. Most of the games on Saturday, games on Sunday. You had your Thursday night game, Monday night game. It was fucking cool. I love it. The more football, the better. Honestly, they could play games every night of the mm-hmm. week, and I'd be happy with it. Um, but a good week. So Thursday night football, this is again. I was trying to make my comeback, so I had to roll the dice on some picks. I took the Jets. Uh, Jets didn't bother to show up at they, their own home game. They were kind of there, but yeah, they, they were they were on the field. Other than that, they didn't do much. Um, Zach Wilson got benched for a guy that I'd never heard of it's before. Like deja vu all over again. And I had to text my friends. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Even though I know I lost this pick, I made fun of them so fucking bad. <laughs> I have been relentless to my Jets fan friends about. I tell them that they're allergic to good quarterbacks. I'm like, you guys took Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson, and you said, fuck you to Trey Lance. You said, fuck you to Mac Jones, to uh, Justin Fields. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. You traded up for Zach Wilson. I rub it in their faces every day. Um, but yeah, the Jets did not show up. It was a, a, a horrible game. It was ugly. It was rainy. It was shitty. Um, most Jaguars, typical Thursday night games have been horrible this year. Yeah, this one was no different. I watched most of it again just to talk shit to my friends. And when that, that kid came in... Um, I called him Tebow Light because he just he was a white guy that ran around a little bit and couldn't throw the ball. So I just kept calling him Tebow Light to make fun of them. Um, Jets suck. 19 to 3. The Jets are now 7 and 8. They were holding a firm uh, wildcard position a few weeks ago. And now they are on the outside looking in. And I love every second of it because this collapse is reminiscent of the Mets collapsing and pissing away their division in baseball, which my friends are Mets and Jets fans. So I just keep bringing that you up just and keep I'm like piling on. I send you? the Reggie Miller gif of him doing the choking thing 
almost daily to them. I Do they love have a it. favorite basketball team? They like the Knicks. And I made sure to tell them that I'm so happy Luca embarrassed the fuck out of them last <laughs> night. And it couldn't have happened to a better team. Oh, I, I let them hear it. Don't you worry about that. Um, so, yeah, that was a Thursday night game. That game sucked ass. Now we go to Saturday for the fun ones. The Bills, 35-13, to 13, easily take care of the Bears and Justin Fields. Saints beat the Browns 17 to 10 chiefs handle the Seahawks, another team that started off red hot and they are now struggling to try to stay afloat in the playoff spot. Um, chiefs win 24 to 10 over the Seahawks giants tried their best. That was a good game. That was a really good game. Giants made a good comeback, tie the game up and a 61 yard field goal from who ex Cleveland Brown, Greg Joseph. Who? Oh, there's by, by the way, there are so many ex-Cleveland Brown kickers in football right now. Yes. It's kind of insane. I completely forgot that our punter was on the Giants who duffed that fucking kick two weeks ago. Yep. I forgot Scott that Schammer. was I forgot that was him. Uh Greg Joseph is kicking. Uh Chase McLaughlin is kicking. He's an ex-Brown. Uh I want to say there's a couple other ones. There's another one like Daniel something. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't remember. I think there's like at least like two or three other kickers that used to be with the Browns. Yeah. So at least we kind of know what we're doing when, it, when a guy leaves the Browns, they get really good. So Cade York, the future is bright. Domes buddy. help. Domes help them. True. True. But when we cut Cade York in a year or two, Dome never helped. And he, uh, he goes to another brother. team. He's going to be one of the best kickers in football more than likely. Cause that's just the way it looks like it's going for us. Um, but they went on a huge 61 yard field goal. Vikings beat the giants. Bengals hold on to beat the Patriots because of a costly, Ramondre Stevenson fumble. Belichick took him in the back and just beat the shit out of him. He came out and was actually really nice about it. And he said that his confidence in Ramondre has not swayed at all. Yeah. He said, you know, truthfully, and I'm not being, I'm not saying this because it happened against the Bengals because I don't like them, but I really do think the refs fucked up and his forward progress was stopped. They should have called that play dead. Yeah. He literally hit a wall, started getting pushed back, and, and then, then fumbled. fumbled. And the refs were like, no, we didn't call. Like, if they would have ruled him down there, the ball would have been where he got hit initially. So that is his forward progress. So technically forward progress did stop. I don't understand how the NFL could not like agree with that, well, but I NFL don't know. officiating this year is a whole different show because it's, it's been bad this year. It's really fucking bad. And it's just more obvious than ever. Uh, Panthers beat the shit out of the lions. Uh, that was kind of cool to see. I know Dan Campbell. I talk a lot of shit about him, but did you see what he said after the game? Yeah. Well, yeah. What he talked to? He the literally coach? went up to the coach. was like, Hey, that was a fucking uh, ass whooping man. Good job. Like that was, uh, that was, I, I couldn't believe the score when I saw the score. Yeah. I was I like, mean, what is going on? The lions was one of the easiest picks I'd ever made yeah. in my life. And boy, was I mistaken. Uh, 37 to 23 Panthers beat up on the lions. Ravens beat the Falcons 17 to nine. Another game without Lamar Jackson looking He's like this weekend this as week well. Too, yeah. He hasn't practiced yet. They haven't officially ruled him out, but it's not looking good. Um, Texans come back and beat the Titans 19 to 14. It's all Snap but a all, nine game losing streak. All but solidifying. I believe Rabel leaving that team. Yeah. I mean, and, and the other thing too, is they've officially given up. Um, so they are seven and eight Jaguars are now let me get to their They're seven and eight. Also, um, I think they hold the tie though. I think they beat them this year, haven't they? Yeah. So yeah. the Jaguars are going to win the division more than likely. So the Titans and Mike Vrabel <laughs> just what? said, the, "Who's going to win? The Jaguars are winning the division, yes. folks." And Mike Vrabel said, "Fuck it, we're benching everybody." <laughs> yeah. So Derrick Henry, which is going to cost me my fantasy football championship more than likely, Derrick Henry is not playing. So you're uh, in a, you're in a night. championship. Yep. I'm in two of out of my four in championships. Um, Jalen Hurts not hurt me last week. Well, thankfully, it helped me because it got me the win. I got enough points out of um, uh, Gard- Gardner Minshew to, to get me to the victory. Thankfully. I had Gardner Minshew on my bench, picked him up specifically so my opponent could not have him. Spiteful, and I, I still won. I had I started Aaron Rodgers, and it worked out fine. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, now I'm in the championship game, and no Derrick Henry is going to kill me because he's my top scorer for I, sure. This is my so. one league. I'm back to back. I won it last year. I'm back in it this year, so I can go back to back. Hopefully, um, I would call me uh, Timmy Two Belts if I get it or something. Happen to have two uh, belts right there. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other one is my my first time being in the championship there. But yeah, so it's very interesting. I'm 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 hoping people don't bench players this this week. Right, and I think you're going to be okay for the most part because no one's really locked up a spot. This is the right. final week. Next week is the week where people will bench yeah. people, but. Yeah. This week is going to be the final one for everyone still swinging for the fences for the most part. Um, 49ers beat up on the Commanders 37-20. to 20. Uh, The Commanders are benching Tyler Henneke. We'll talk about yeah, that later. Wentz Carson Wentz week. will yeah. be getting the start. With, ironically enough, gambling officially becomes legal in Ohio this weekend. I can't fucking wait. And I already joked and I said my first bet is going to be the Browns money line because Carson Wentz sucks. So Well, the Commanders are favored right now. Yeah, but two points. Yeah, I'll I'll take my chances. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With this beautiful weather, if it's just going to be a quarterback duel, give me Deshaun Watson over Carson Wentz, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys hold on. Gardner Minshew played his ass off. The Eagles looked really good. Uh, Thirty-four to forty. Forty to thirty-four. That was Sorry, a good game. Too. That was a good Steve, game. Steve, I know, cannot wait to fucking gamble. I've got I've got five apps loaded with all my free money. I'm ready. Same to go. with me. I've signed up for everything to get every bonus that I can get. Um. I'm ready to go. I'm. Re- I've been betting for years on Bovada illegally. It's a Costa Rican now it's, now it's website. Mo- now it's more of an easier user friendly app. To I use. Can, I'm so yeah. excited. Can't the wait. fact that I can just walk up to like rivals down the street and just sit at a bar, drink and bet because they're going to allow. Like, yeah. They have so a the bowling alley at bowling on Thursday is going to get two, yeah. two gambling. Of course, it sucks, too. but you only get one Thursday night football game yeah. out of all of it. Right. Exactly. But take the good with the bad. Actually, is there even a Thursday night game last week? I think the season everyone plays on Sunday. I'm not sure. So you might get nothing. That kind of sucks. Bet any other team. Right. There's basketball games you can bet. You sure. Know, whatever. You can sure. put your ticket in for for the week if you want to. Let's spend the day. If, if I didn't have family shit to do on on New Year's Day, which I'm not. Yeah, happy I about. thought about going now because I want to check out. I the, want to I, in the fucking I, worst I went way. down there two weeks ago to check out the Jack one. Yeah, very beautiful. We walked I'm around. Actually, down there. I just thought about that. I'm going to the Cavs game Monday night, so I'll be right downtown, so what? I can bet. I can bet on the Cavs right before the game starts. Well, do that also. But the um, Caesar Sportsbook is now open inside the queue mm-hmm. as well, so I haven't seen. Excuse me, I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't the, been to the, the Jack. Gym in a while. Is beautiful. So the Jack has all the nice stadium seating, kind of like um, um, Vegas does. But mm-hmm. you can actually, so they're actually making you rent out certain seats oh, if really? you want to. Like, you, but there's also free seating too. Okay, so and you can sit out there. But the TVs look beautiful. There's a couple of areas I don't agree with, but they have like they have roulette tables and blackjack tables right there too. That's right badass. in front of the big TVs, which is it's just it's beautifully set up. So, uh, Steve, <laughs> I'll take a rain check on that, but let's do it. I want to fucking go to a sports book for yep. sure. I can't do it this Sunday. My my wife's uh, mother was ill, so she canceled hosting Christmas. So she's having Christmas on Sunday. Damn it, Tara. And I'm not happy about that. I was like, you realize football's not over? <laughs> Tara's like, well, it's at like three or four. I'm like, well, it's going to be after the Browns game for me regardless. I don't give a fuck what time it starts. Um, Steelers come back and beat the Raiders. I'm so mad they came back and fucking won that game because I had a great joke, and I was going to say the Steelers offense came out to honor uh, uh, Franco Harris by playing lifeless. Because, boy, did they fucking suck for the first half of that game. And I was so excited to send that tweet. I damn near had it all the way typed out till the Raiders pulled another fucking Raiders job and choked the game away. Uh, they win 13-10 to 10 in an ugly game. And that's another thing I found funny. Steeler fans are obsessed with the Browns. I never realized this until now. Now that they suck and we still suck, they don't know what to do with themselves. So, again, Chipper... Chipper posts the AFC North division rankings on Saturday night. It's like anybody time Chipper chimes in, like anybody in Cleveland gave a fuck that, that we're in last place. Like it's obviously not cool, but at the same time, we're going to get a fourth place schedule next year, which is really good for the Browns. Sign me up. Um, yeah. 
And also, you beat the Raiders, who suck. I mean, they've blown, they just blew a lead to Baker Mayfield. Um, I saw uh, Steelers fans trying to say, oh, Kenny Pickett threw the ball so well in the cold and the, the snow and the, the wind. And it's not even comparable to what the Browns had to go through on Saturday. Like yeah, the, the, the cold and snow and the wind. They had like 10 had mile an hour winds. We had like 50. Like it's night and day different. We Much were playing in too. negative temperatures. I don't know. Pittsburgh fans are just obsessed with the Browns. Everything they do, they have to try to compare they to us. us. It's fucking weird. And that's what I told Chipper too. I commented on his thing and I go, I'm like, so is, isn't your post trying to show that the Browns suck? Meanwhile, we beat you this year. Right. And they're like, well, that was with uh, Mitch Trubisky. That was our backup quarterback. And I'm like, it was our, we had a fucking backup quarterback playing. What's the difference? You Steeler fans just, they're so Can't obsessed with the Browns. Arguments. It's crazy. Um, Sunday, pretty good games. Packers and Dolphins. Packers hold on to win 26 to 22 with another concussion. Not looking That's good. That's like the fourth one this year. That they know of. Yeah, that dude just needs to sit the and fuck And this is down. another one that he got, and they let him finish the game and take more hits. Yeah, how does Mike McDaniel come on and say, oh, he... A little uh, groggy there during the game. They like, said, "How would you admit? Why would you admit watched, that?" He said, "When he watched the tape back on Monday, that's when he noticed." And he said, Bullshit. "Hey, you should probably go see a doctor." Bullshit. He's such a fucking liar. Like Mike McDaniel should be sued and in, in, in jail. Honestly, absolutely. The way he's handled to he, it, two is going to end up. Two is going to end up retiring. dead at like forty-five. Yeah, he's retiring soon. And Mike McDaniel should be in jail for that. Yeah. Truthfully, um, Rams beat the shit out of the Broncos, and this was another one. Don't I'll, do, I'll it. do it quickly. Don't do it. The, the Bron- I won't even mention who the quarterback was of the Rams. The Broncos quit. That is a team that did not give a single fuck on Sunday. They were fighting each other on the field, on the <laughs> sideline. They don't care about that game. So let's take everything that happened in that one with a grain of salt. This isn't some like, oh, this guy's amazing. If you really are a Browns fan and you watched the quarterback of the Rams for the last few years and you think that that was a real test or like a real showing of who he is, then you should stop watching football because you're a fucking idiot. He who shall not be named. Yes, we do not name him anymore. <laughs> the candlestick maker. That's all we'll say. Uh, Buccaneers in overtime beat the Cardinals 19-16. to Ugly game for Tampa Tom, but a win's a win. They're trying to hold Still on to in the take playoff, the division. Huh? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to win the South. It's not going to be easy. That South's going to come down the last week, it looks like. And the Chargers beat the piss out of the Colts 20-3. to Did you see that fucking hit? That was nasty. That Darwin was James. Very, He's in concussion protocol too. He knocked dude. himself out. Yeah, you saw he couldn't even stand up. Yeah, his he, they had to help him up. To he get hit ejected. him. And he's just like this, and he's just he like, literally <laughs> needed his teammates to help him up to go. All right, go to the locker room because you're ejected. <laughs> I like I like the, the fact that the official, like I mean the uh, sorry, the commentator right away said, yeah, he's out of the game. Yeah, they were like, yeah, that's an ejection. Like, there's no question. Damn, it's like you heard that all the way up in the fucking stands. I'm I sure. was reading a book when it was happening, so I'm watching the game kind of. And I'm like reading all, of a sudden I hear this bang, and they're like, oh my god, you don't see hits like that often. So I'm like, whoop, rewind, got to see that a couple times. <laughs> Thank God for DVR. Um, and then yeah, so we had some crazy things. Derek Carr is getting benched. We'll talk about all this at the in, in, when we do the uh, week 17 picks. So we'll move on from that. College football playoffs is happening. As you guys know, Saturday night. I'm not a diehard college football fan. I watch college football for perfect timing with Adam in the chat. Yeah, Adam. Thank you for uh, he has risen and he is ready to talk about. He's a Michigan fan, right? Adam curious. Who do you got in that Michigan T- TCU game? I mean, it's a tough game. I mean, it's a tough choice, but uh, you got you got TCU, right? I mean, I think he's a big Ladanian Tomlinson fan, so he's probably going TCU. I would I say guess. so. He was smart. He's going to TCU. Is it, is it the Horn Frogs? That you know, Harbaugh's been walking around trying to recruit. He's he you know he's 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 uh, a little distracted. He's he's pressing his his khakis to look good. <laughs> he's getting his weird little sharpie necklace thing uh, ready Get to go. He doesn't have time to pay attention to TCU. He doesn't even know where TCU is located. 
Um, I think give me TCU by a hundred in this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not even going to be a game. I, Actually, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a closer game than what the eight o'clock game is going to be. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that again. I don't, I don't really watch college football as the way I do NFL. So NFL, I can look at a spread and I'm like, okay, this guy, that guy, like college football for me, I don't, I don't watch it that way. So I don't even know what the spread is. Do you? A lot, I think. Is it? No, let me take a look here and see. I've heard some people say, though, that don't be surprised if TCU makes it a closer game. Again, I really don't know. I I, I don't follow like, well, they're good at this. They can do this. I I watch for the players. I'm I'm excited to watch this game because... watch for the players? Absolutely. I want to watch the talent. Um, Yeah, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I hope not. I mean, I'm honestly, not to sound like a fucking soccer mom, but I just hope... I'm looking forward for two good games. I just want them to all have fun. I want there to be good competition and good games. So uh, actually, it's, it's actually not as big as I thought it would be. It's seven and a half Michigan favorite. That's actually not bad at all. And it's only six and a half for the Ohio State Georgia game. Hmm. I actually I thought that'd be way bigger than what it was. Ohio State Georgia, I understand. TCU, I could see that one being like double digit Michigan favorite, obviously. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Vegas tends to know what they're talking about, so I'll trust them. Um and that, I mean that was the funny thing about the Browns game. The Browns game last week at like Wednesday, they were talking about it on the radio, and the spread was 32. So right away, some of the guys on the radio were like put a bet down right now, like take the under. They are not scoring 32 points in this game. And then on game day, when I made my bet, the spread had moved down to 27 and a half. So Vegas was really like, this weather is fucking bad. They are not scoring a lot today. They know what they're doing. Um, Michigan, in my opinion, is the better team. So we'll start with that game. That's four o'clock this Saturday, Uh, Michigan against TCU in the, I don't even know which one that's called. That's the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, that's the Fiesta Bowl. Bowl. Uh, So the Fiesta Bowl, you've got Michigan against TCU. I'm I'm going to take Michigan on this one. I think I think I think Michigan's the easy pick here. I, Michigan, I don't... Give, me, give me Michigan by six. I think TCU will cover the spread. Think so? Just because I'm I'm fucking I have no I'm basing this on nothing. This is not a recommendation. Do not make this bet and blame me if you lose. I am going with a gut instinct after hearing the seven and a half spread. Give me TCU plus the points. Put a hundred dollars down on Michigan. Damn. That's your fault. Um, no, I think it's gonna be a good game. I w- this is I would not be surprised if it's if it comes down to the last drive. To, to win this game. Yeah. Um, TC is a good team. Um, but then again, this also has the small chance to be the other way too. This could be like what happened a with blow, Cincinnati last year. Yeah, where exactly. You have this team where everybody and their brother is saying they don't deserve to be in the top four. Right. They don't belong. Uh, TCU didn't they, they lost their bowl game. Yep. They still got in at the fourth seed. Everyone's saying that's kind of shitty. That third. shouldn't have happened or third. I'm sorry. Um, everyone is saying they should have been moved back to four, but they kept him at three. They're really giving them some credit. They're giving these smaller schools the the respect that they've been asking for for years. How many times have teams gone undefeated and they're still rated like 12th? And yep. back in the day, they don't get a chance at the playoffs. They don't get a chance at the national championship. And they're like, what the fuck? We deserve it too. Everyone and their brother kind of knows you're not going to stand a chance. But now they're giving TCU all the fucking chances in the world. Adam, you can probably answer this. Are they still running with the, uh, the, the freshman quarterback that embarrassed Ohio State? Um, I don't know if they are or not, but... I'd be curious to see if they do. Who is it? Some freshman quarterback that that the one that started against Ohio State and came out and had a good game. Mm. Um, under threw like a motherfucker, but there's enough to beat Ohio State. So they had like four completions that all went for touchdowns. Yeah. And that's all it took. Just threw the ball up there. I mean, it's basically um, a grenade shot of those balls down the field. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Adam. Though. I know TCU's defense isn't the greatest, so it's going to be interesting to see how they can handle Michigan. I mean, not, truthfully, Michigan's passing offense isn't a threat. It's, no, it's, the, it's running the running attack. But they their can, star running backs out too. I thought. I think so, yeah. So if TCU can shut down the run, it could make things a little difficult for Michigan. But at the same time, I think 
whether you like them or not, Michigan <clears throat> clearly wins in the talent department. Mm-hmm. Um, just based on recruiting, they're a huge school. They're going to get the better recruits. What's up, uh, what's up, Robert? Good to see you. Um, yeah, McCarthy. That's it. The QB for Michigan. So McCarthy's not very good. He doesn't. He's not really a threat. He doesn't scare me in any stretch. But the talent. Yep. It's TCU. You got a bunch of guys who are. You know, ninety percent of them are never going to see but the Michigan's light of day defense in the NFL. Is what is legit. And Michigan's defense is fucking really good. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, should be a fun one. Give me, give me Michigan with an outright win though. If if we're just doing money lines, cause I don't fuck with spreads that often. Uh, give me Michigan money line for sure. Uh, Corum is out and Edwards is just as good, if not better. So he, he sees addition by subtraction almost at running back. So I'll take his word for it. He's a Michigan fan for whatever reason. I don't really understand that, but, uh, but he's like chipper. They must've hit their heads, you know, gotten dropped in their heads as children. Maybe somebody dropped them on each other's heads, and that's why they both came out a little funky. <laughs> Two basketballs, and they just go separate ways. Just landed on yeah. each other, and they just split up, and they were like, Michigan, <laughs> Pittsburgh, as they went away. And that's all <laughs> one went this way, one went the other way. It all makes it. sense now. Uh, and uh, then you got Ohio State and Georgia at 8 o'clock right before What a, what a way to lead into the ball drop. I'm kind of sick of doing this every year. I feel like Ohio State always loses on New Year's Eve. Everyone gets depressed. Right before the ball drops. For me, I'm always just at like my friends and I watch it and I'm like, eh, whatever, who cares? Um, I think by, by the time again. this game's going on, I'll probably be not sober, so it's fine. I'll probably be just starting. I think we're getting over there at like six or seven, so I'll be, it'll be in the midst of things. Um, I, I marathon during New Year's. I Actually, I'll probably start a little earlier this year because I'm not spending the night. Normally, I spend what? the night, so Tara's driving. Oh. Because we have to get up and do Christmas with our usually parents. Usually, you're there till like 5 in the morning. Well, I, I stay up till 5 or 6, <laughs> and then I, I sleep for a couple hours, and then I drive home. Uh, this year, she she already told me. She said, she said she'll said she drive. She's like, we're not staying till 5 in the morning, though. So she already warned me about that. But um, Laying the law down. She was, for sure. She's like, because we're going to get home and get some fucking sleep before we got to get up and go watch and go do Christmas with our parents. So I understand it. I respect the decision. Uh, George, Ohio state though, number one against number four. I mean, I know a lot of Ohio state fans really want Ohio state to win this game. I think Ryan day has a lot to prove. Um, Oh, there'll be plenty of shots win or lose Robert. Don't, don't worry about that. If they lose, you're drinking cause you're depressed If they win. It's celebratory shots. So you're doing shots no matter what. Um, but you get Georgia and Ohio state. Georgia, of course, is a powerhouse. They have a great defense. They have a good offense. Um, Ohio state. I'm not going to lie. They were underwhelming this year from everything that I saw. Plenty of games where a guy like CJ Stroud, who should have been a shoe in to win the Heisman, who should have been. I still don't know how he lost to who he lost to. Battling for the number one seed, battling for the number one pick in yep. the draft coming up almost. CJ Stroud really had a letdown of a year, if I'm being honest, at yeah. least the second half of the year. Um, really hurt himself. He he has a lot like my friend is a Seahawks fan, and they have Denver's pick, which is going to be right now top five. And he's really not convinced on C.J. Stroud for his Hawks, who need a quarterback. He's like, I don't want C.J. Stroud. I'm, I'm not convinced with A, Ohio State quarterbacks, which rightfully so, not a great track record. And B, just what he has seen with C.J. Stroud, he's like, I don't want that guy. I'd rather have a different quarterback. And right. I'm like, you know, I, I respect it. If that's his opinion, it is what it is. I can't, I can't teach him otherwise. I can't tell him to think a different way because, again, C.J. Stroud hasn't done much to prove the doubters and haters wrong. No, he's got an it arm. Recently, he's got an arm. He's good. I mean, he's good at reading. He's not one of those typical running quarterbacks, uh, but he's he's got an arm. He can read defenses. I think he needs a good year, maybe two, to get going. And a lot of kind of like a Justin Fields a yeah. little bit. But I, I I don't know. I just a lot I, of what I've seen too is it's almost like Ryan Day handcuffs him. Ryan Day is really like we are going to run the ball regardless, which is funny because it's it's the opposite of what Browns fans want. So what what Kevin Stefanski does is Kevin Stefanski tries to run if it's not working. He moves on to something yeah. else because that's how you're supposed to do it. 
Ryan Day goes, okay, the run's not working. Run it again. <laughs> Let's run it a couple more times. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Oh, by the way, off topic, but Kentucky is getting beat, get, getting the shit beat out of them by Missouri right now in uh, college basketball. It is 47 to 30. Really? In the second half. I just, I, I, know, I know a lot of people love Kentucky, so I'm happy to see them losing right now. I'm going to send out some hate texts in a little bit. That's what I do. I'm a very spiteful person. Maybe that should be my resolution. Is that I shouldn't be so nasty as a person because I kind of am. That would be kind of changing your whole personality. But I also though. really like who I am. So fuck that and fuck you if you think I should change that. It'd be like changing um, your whole personality. Who yeah, that? I can't do that. I'll lose weight, but I don't give a fuck about my personality. <laughs> That's it. I'll change the way I look. I'm not going to change how I act. <laughs> Same old asshole, whether you weigh um, this much or that much. But yeah, Georgia and Ohio State uh, should be an interesting game. Personally, I'm going to go with Georgia in this one. I just I got to go with uh, the favorites. I think we're going to see a Georgia-Michigan championship. Yeah. Uh, just going with my gut. I would like it if Ohio State played close, but I'm also not going to be banking on anything. Um, I could see this game getting ugly and getting ugly fast. And I think it's going to be close in the first half because that's what Ohio State does. I mean, yeah, Adam even mentioned it too. Yeah, Ryan Day uh, is just Ryan he, Day handcuffs. He, he him. keeps it in the Ohio State typical typical Ohio State game all year is they play close in their first half, and usually Ohio State takes it over in the second half. Yep. Except against Michigan, where they get their ass kicked in the second half. Something always happens in the second half that derails or it whatever they blow them out or they derail themselves. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's going to be close in the first half. I think they get figured out in the second half, like always. And now Georgia is going to come out because Georgia has some big boys on that defensive line. Yes, um, they do. And they will get to the quarterback and stop that run pretty easily. I think uh, just for shits and giggles here, because we have a little bit of time to spare. Mm-hmm. I forgot to do this before the show started. Let's set up our championship belts. We have better resolution this week. Oh, so yeah, everybody's yeah. actually able to see it. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys can all bear with me, if uh, maybe Tim can sing you guys a little song or something while I grab these belts. In the eye of an angel. <laughs> Jesus, are we putting dogs down tonight? Jesus, Isn't that the song they play with the APL? Fucking died. God damn. Tim. That's just Tim's reminder. Don't leave your dogs out in the cold. Uh, the weather is getting bad. So bring in those puppies. Don't let them die. And yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. I want everyone to remember this because this is mm. the truth. With the help of our manager in the middle, Tim Buck, too, talking about balls, we're the fucking champions of Redline Radio. We are the best show, yep. not at Studio One, true, not at Studio Two, whole show at all of Redline fucking Radio. Best sports show, best show, best, best sports show, best show. Best anything. I'll talk about whatever. You guys want to talk about fucking groceries? I'll talk about anything. We'll make it the best. I love groceries. Do. I do too, actually. And at least, at least two of the show. episodes I wasn't even here live. I did a remote. I we I can we can all call in sometimes. And it didn't still make win. a difference. We still, still won because that's what we do. That's why we have these fucking belts. We are the champions of Redline Radio. I just wanted to see. The, last week we had these out, but uh, for whatever reason we had some internet issues, some technical difficulties. So our we looked like a 1992 VHS. Um, so this week everything's better, crystal clear. I want you guys to make sure you can see in HD who the fucking champs are. And that's talking about balls. I was going to put mine on the desk like Kyle, but I really like holding it. I'm a big fan. You can of hold this. it. You can hold it. I'm stone cold in it for the rest of the day. We're, uh, I don't need my left hand. Fuck we, it. we should I never, we should never, me. we should never lose these. I think no. a new year's resolution for some people should be, I'm looking uh, forward. these are a little stiff. These are, these well, are stiffer than Franco Harris. We got to really loosen these things up. That's what I do, everybody. That's why I'm not changing my personality because I'll make jokes about a dead guy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're about as cold as him, too, if I'm being honest. Um, here we go. All right. That's a championship. That's who died. That's who died. In the eye. <laughs> yeah. That was the Franco Harris song. But yeah, these are a little stiff. We got to loosen these up a little bit. Unlike him, I'm hoping most people caught that joke. So. Yeah. 
I don't think Franco Harris heard it, but that's okay. He doesn't catch much anyway, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. We only can things, keep this going all night. We only might get banned. on the ground now that he's in the ground. Ooh. He's really the immaculate. <laughs> all right, we'll move on. All I right. Want, I don't want to upset people. I know how sensitive Steeler fans can be. This is about to be shared in Pittsburgh everywhere. Yeah, I hope Dave put us on some Pittsburgh pages because, again, I really did have so many jokes ready to go on Saturday that I was pissed that I couldn't use. It's all right. Because they had to come back and fucking win because the okay. Raiders are that bad. If we were um, to lay the challenge out, how can we tie every joke today back to Franco? Hey, we could have done it. I mean, I'm trying to have some dead weight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tim's trying to drop some dead weight. And how, Tim, how much weight are you trying to lose? I don't know. How much did Franco Harris weigh? About that much? Um, I'm trying to lose 32 pounds in a month. You got the, the Browns were, you know, as lifeless as Franco Harris on Saturday when they played. Uh, oh. I mean, shit, you can keep going there. They right I think themselves. it might be a miracle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, with that being said, though, are you fellas ready for picks? I mean, are you ready for picks? Nope. Okay. I'm, I'm down. I'm losing big time. I made. A, I took a lot of chances last week. It really came back to bite me. This in the ass. really is a championship bill for I, Kyle this year because yeah, he had the immaculate funeral where they had a guy pretend to catch his casket when it was about an inch above the ground. And maybe it was actually on the ground because I don't think that was a real hey, catch. Look, if I'm being look Robert, you can take your shitty attitude somewhere else. I'm in fifth place in that one league. My other two leagues, I'm in a Super Bowl. So eat my asshole. With fantasy. Still love you, bro. It's okay. You're in a fantasy league with him? Yeah, he's in oh, okay. one of the leagues, yeah. I said two out of four, I'm in the Super Bowl. That, that The other two that I'm not in, that's one of them. That would, that would make sense. It's all, right. up. it's all right. Lamar Jackson's not playing. You're going to get your ass kicked this week. Is he in the championship? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to you, Robert. Hopefully, uh, your GM you is in Franco Harris. Funeral, too. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they just dropped him in the ground like that ball he dropped. <laughs> Yeah, it hit the ground faster than that ball did against the Raiders 50 years ago. He probably, he probably bounced the coffin off two other players to call it in, you know, to incomplete and then drop them to the ground. The thought of how, like, Pittsburgh fans are probably crying their eyes out over the weekend is really funny to me, too, about a fucking player that, like, I mean, if a Browns player died, I'm not going to cry about it. <laughs> like, who cares? You think it's Paul Bears dropped him and picked him back? <laughs> More than likely, especially in that that poor cold weather that Pittsburgh had to deal with over surprised the weekend. I'm surprised they were able to, uh, to uh, you know, cut into the ground with it being so cold over there. That was just bitter how the little hands Kenny Pickett do anything oh it's so it's a miracle well, you know he wasn't a Paul Bear because he wouldn't be the he would have dropped shit. him his little fucking baby hands trying to hold up a yeah, we can keep this going on night buddy we just keep going with this Matt yeah, Jones oh boy we'll do a roast of uh the roast of Franco Harris instead of a roast for Lee was he was he cremated uh yeah I think they just threw him in a barrel with all the other bums <laughs> in Pittsburgh and they just all stood around him and warmed their hands up <laughs> Ooh, Mac Jones is a fantasy quarterback. That sounds miserable. He got desperate. He got desperate. That is bad. What are you in a fifteen-person league? Rock, where you have uh, to start two quarterbacks. No, no, we're in a twelve-person league. Okay, I uh, guess that makes sense. But some people got shisty at the quarterbacks this year, like you did last week, and picked up some quarterbacks off the waiver wire just to hold on to them. Strategy, yeah, strategy. Got to do what you got to do to win. I don't fuck around with that myself. All right, let's get right to it. We got week uh, 16, 17, I'm Can sorry. We get picking, pick it. What? Picking Can we Franco get, hands? Get Franco's hands. It's actually not a bad idea. If there was a surgery that could do that, like the movie Frankenhooker, put the hands on Kenny Pickett. That's actually would be really good for Pittsburgh because he's got those little tiny baby hands and he sucks. And I was trying to tell Dave before Dave left, watching Kenny Pickett fucking throw checkdowns and panic in the pocket is is just a sight to behold. I love watching it. I love knowing that <clears> Kenny Pickett is not very good. Um, I tried to tell everybody that going into the the draft. Also, before he was even a Steeler, I said Kenny Pickett's not a very good quarterback, and I'm sticking to that. Um, but with that being said, we have Thursday night football. We have Dallas Cowboys against the Derrick Henry list, Tennessee Titans. 
And I think it's a pretty easy pick. We're probably going to get a clean sweep here. As much uh, as I want to go opposite to try to make a comeback, I can't I can't be crazy. Give me the Cowboys, please. Yeah. Even though the Cowboys are probably going to win this week, probably win next week, and they're going to lose in the first round of playoffs. Tim, don't worry. You don't have to sing that song. Derrick Henry is not dead like Franco Harris. He is just out for this week. <laughs> so no need for the sad music. Uh, next up, we got this is going to be a, a great one for Tim. We got a battle of the birds. We've got the Cardinals at the Falcons. I don't know who Tim's going to pick because he's going to make the same same bird noise, and I'm not going to. I don't know which is which. I'm not a bird watcher, so you got to be a little specific. Caw! Yep. Okay. That's, I think that's a Falcon. I think that was a Falcon. <laughs> that was definitely a Falcon. I'm going for the Falcons as well. So here. they did announce Colt McCoy is back. Uh, he is out of concussion protocol. He will be starting for the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals will be facing the Desmond Ritter led Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Tim is going Atlanta. I'm Kyle? going Atlanta as <laughs> as well. Give me Arizona because I got to make my comeback. So give it's a me, lot of games to make a comeback on. It's okay if I get you know four or five this week and then wrap it up next week. Take the win. Typical Browns fan. We have a one percent chance to make the. Playoff. I have less than one percent chance of making this comeback, but I'm not. I'm not going down without a fight. I will say these last couple weeks are always going to be funky. So one hundred percent because you got guys that are going to be benched. Uh, weird <laughs> things happen in it right now because uh, you should not pick up McCoy. Just stick with Mac Jones. You'll have games where a guy will come out and play for like the stick first half, and then the second half they won't play him because they're like, "We got this already wrapped up. Like we don't care. We don't want you to get hurt." So it's going to look going into it like hell yeah, things are good, and then shit's going to hit the fan. I love it. So it's going to be funky. Let's make those fucking weird picks. Let's do it. Uh, next up, you have the Bears at Lions. You've got the Lions coming off an ugly, ugly loss to the Panthers. Did Dan Campbell lose the locker room? Bears haven't won since, I think it was still like September, last time they got a victory here. I don't think that changes. Give me Detroit, unfortunately. I would like to go Chicago to try to get a win here, but I don't have faith in that team. Yeah, give me the Lions here. Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. It means no more Franco Harris, I think. <laughs> I think I've only seen the movie. It was a long time ago. Circle, <laughs> it is a circle, circle of life. Of life. <laughs> Franco Harris had to die so the Steelers could win on Saturday night. <laughs> That's it was like Thanos. Do you know the Little Saint theory? No. So Little Saint um, is from the movie called You Got Served. Okay. Um, and Little Saint has to die for any team to uh, or anybody to win. Uh, so if you see the movie uh, Hardball, G-Baby. Oh, G-Baby. That's one of the saddest deaths yeah. in movie history, if I'm being honest. He died. They won. I mean, so it's like true. Uh, it's the, he, Franco Harris is a little sad. What a waste of a death, though. If he died for a regular season win against the Raiders for a, the fucking, what are they, the seven win Steelers or whatever. <laughs> Woof. All right. More power to him. Um, here's hoping Jerome Bettis is next. Um <laughs> Next up, we have the Jags. Could you against... imagine if Jerome Bettis got hit by a bus? Oh, the irony. <laughs> the irony of the, the bus getting hit the by bus a bus. Getting hit by a bus. What if he got hit by a bus and he was fine? And they're like, oh my God. Bus. It's the only thing that can't kill him. The bus just gets, the, the bus is totaled. The bus v. bus. <laughs> I would watch that. Is that an insurance claim? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, yeah, they'd have to call and say, like, yeah, the driver, he ran into another bus. And they're like, no shit. <laughs> Uh, Jaguars against the Texans, I think last week is the end of the Texans winning streak, and I think the Jaguars win the division here. I didn't even, I didn't write this game down. Yeah, I did. Yeah, give me the Jags. So I'm going off NFL.com this week, not ESPN, so it might be I out of order. That's why we're out of order. Okay. okay. Jacksonville. All right, Jacksonville for Tim. Uh, I believe that's uh, an animal, Tim. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. 
Uh, next up, another clean sweep, if I had to guess, based on what we talked about earlier. Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Denver Broncos. Ease. Uh, Give me the Chiefs. KC for everybody. Tim's doing it. I was going to say he does the tomahawk chop when he picks the Chiefs. I had to see it to believe it. I thought, and he, he, I thought he was saluting people like the... <laughs> he, was, he was giving his moment of silence it's a, for Franco It's a lazy Harris. man salute. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I could go this way, but I'm too tired. I'm just going to go this way. That's fine. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins will be starting Teddy Bridgewater uh, due to the concussion man, a.k.a. To, uh, good luck having him spell his last name now that he's got fucking scrambled brains, by the way. <laughs> They're like, do you know your name? He's like, I, I didn't know it before I had this concussion. Um, <laughs> I'm taking the Patriots here. Damn it, I am too. I was hoping to be a lone wolf on this one. Uh, <laughs> I'll, Bill, I'll be the lone wolf. You're going Miami, really, Teddy? It is with I, the Dolphins, son. I was trying to. Oh, that's what I, was, <laughs> oh, I, thought was. I thought he was blowing kisses at us or something. I thought he was trying to hold in one of those disgusting farts again. That's what I was afraid of. I did hold one in. So did you, I, I honestly did. thank you because that was so bad. That was so bad. I only you're, ate once today. So your poor so car seats on your way home today are going to get fucking destroyed. Yeah, is there a way you could drive with like your ass out the window <laughs> or something? Like you could lean a little bit. <laughs> Got to air it out. Teddy two gloves. Yep. Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves. He 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 needs the two gloves just because that's his thing. He his hands are a thousand fucking times bigger than Kenny Pickett. Frank gonna 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 haunt he's gonna haunt him. No, he's uh, gotta catch me first. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> uh next up we have the Colts against the Giants. The Colts are going with Nick Foles again, who sucks. Um Man, it's like the rotating carousel quarterbacks. It's ugly in, in Indianapolis. Uh, the one cool thing, though, I mean, we'll talk about this in the offseason. I'm going to go through all the teams that are going to be getting new coaches, uh, doing projections for oh, quarterbacks and things like that. About. Yeah, Jeff Saturday, is he's going to be out of there. Hopefully, he's renting. Um, and they're going to get a new head coach. They still have a decent roster. They have a good defense. They've got some talent. They're going to have Jonathan Taylor coming back. So they're really, again, uh, this is every year, they have a quarterback vacancy and they keep trying to fill it with these veterans. What do they do next year? Do they go after Derek Carr? That sounds like an Indianapolis move. We'll see. We'll talk about it later, but for right now, it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They suck, especially if Nick Foles is the guy there. Uh, give me Danny dimes and the giants. And as Adam says, I think Barkley is going to have himself a day. Yeah. Uh, although I hope not. Cause I think I'm facing him in fantasy. So I hope Saquon Barkley uh, Just gets, has an okay day. I hope he gets food poisoning and can't play. That would be fine with me. I wouldn't care, but give me the Giants. I think we're going to have a Giants clean sweep here. Yeah. Uh, the Giants always play good late in the season, no matter what, how how bad or good they are. And they're still battling reason. for a wild card spot. They're yeah. they're legit. They have a chance. Too that legit. tie really helped them. Too legit to quit. What? I actually forgot what? that they tied Washington. So when I was talking about, I was breaking down the game uh, last week with my brother-in-law, and he was saying, you know, the Browns had winnable games up against Washington and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, especially Washington. Now that I'm like, they have nothing to play for. And he's like, what are you talking about? They're, they're a playoff team. And I looked, I'm like, fuck, I forgot they tied. I thought with their loss last week that they got knocked out, but I forgot they are holding the uh, final playoff spot. But I mean, it doesn't make a difference when you're, when you're switching quarterbacks this late in the season, yeah, that clearly kinda, shows you're not you a kind of mentally moved on. Yeah, so. You're not a team. That's a legitimate threat. You're so. the, you're the, if we get in, we get in. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. And I think that's how it's going to be for them. We'll get to that game last. So of course, Saints at Eagles, uh, probably going to be Gardner Minshew again. Could be Jalen Hurts. We'll see. Uh, yeah, the NFC East is fucking wild this year, man. It's crazy. I hope it's Jalen Hurts. I got him in the championship here, but if not, I got the backup. So I, I'm not facing him, so I could care less who I'm facing. Although I do have Gardner Minshew on my bench, so if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, maybe I start Gardner Minshew because I have Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Danny Dimes, and Gardner Minshew. And against the Saints, I think either one of those quarterbacks would have a game. So. Absolutely. 
Uh, I would prefer if it's Minshew so I could start him and win a championship, but we'll see. Uh, I do think the Eagles are going to win this one outright, though. I love it. The sound Tim makes when he comes. (laughs) It's that soft, too. It's just like, oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He starts flapping. And then he farts. (laughs) (laughs) He farts, rolls over, and goes to bed. It's a a perfect circle. Um, (laughs) Next up, staying in the South, kind of. Uh, A good one, Panthers and Buccaneers. Really, the Bucs really win the division, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucs here. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that close of a game. I think uh, I think it's Tom Brady playoff mode right now. <clears throat> Give me the Panthers. I got to take some chances. Ooh. I got to take chances. I'm not confident in this pick, but the Panthers, two out of their last three weeks, they looked really good. Sam Darnold kind of found some things. Tampa Bay looks really bad. They look. They almost lost to fucking Trace McSorley and the Colt or the Cardinals the other day. So with that being said, the fact that the Panthers are fighting for a playoff spot, they have a lot on the line. I got to go with them. Just because I also need to make a comeback in these fucking picks. I'm going to take some I love when you and, talk yourself in these games. I have to. I really do. Because initially, when you said the Bucks, I'm like, yeah, me too. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm down like eight games. I got to make a comeback. So I have to go opposite. So give me Panthers. I don't know if this is a chance. Uh, I think the Panthers actually have uh, every right to uh, lose. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you think they're going to lose? Uh, yeah, I think the Panthers lose. All right, so you're, you're going Tampa Bay, right? Yep, Tampa. Okay. <laughs> we should we should do those voices one whole show and see if we can make it. I would get I would get used to it after a while. I don't think I could get used to it. I don't. I don't, I don't mind it. I like this one a lot. Now this is Tim's common voice. This is what he sounds like. I'm gonna burn your brain. Give me that roast beef. Hold the horsey sauce. <laughs> oh, he took the sound off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have <clears throat> the Niners against the Raiders. The Raiders have officially announced they are benching Derek Carr. And he's stepping um, away for the last two games. Stepping away from the team because he's gone. That's what that means. It's yeah, writing absolutely. on the wall. He's gone. So for those of you that don't pay attention to that could be a future. Like that, uh, you said it before that could be the future uh, future Colt, Colt, Colt yep. quarterback there. Uh, so Derek Carr is owed forty million dollars. Uh, the, the day after the Super Bowl, if he is still on their roster, is my understanding. Um, so there's a couple funny scenarios here that that I'd like to play out really quick with you guys, very quickly. Um, so if they if they release him right after the Super Bowl. He's gone. They don't, they only owe him like ten million off the books. That's it. He's gone. No harm, no foul. Um, if they keep him, some people were saying they maybe would have a trade partner in place, some team that would say, "Hey, we'll take him. You just got to wait till the trade deadline and all that after the Super Bowl." And some people were joking and said, "I hope the Colts say, hey, we'll take him. We'll give you two first round picks, three first round picks, whatever.' And then after the Super Bowl and its trade deadline, they go, "And eh, never mind." Like what Josh McDaniels did to the Colts when oh, he took the job and then said no. Hilarious. They were like, "What if? What if the Colts do that?" They're like, "Hey, we'll take him." So you have to hold on to him, and then if they if they back out of the trade, they owe him forty million dollars. Oh, that would be fucking hilarious. I would love it so much if he fucked over Josh McDaniels. I don't think it'll happen. I think Josh McDaniels is going to be on to some people. Um, but I do think Derek Carr gets cut outright, and the reason for him getting benched is because if he cannot pass a physical, then he is owed the money. If he gets hurt playing playing football. If he gets hurt in the offseason, like breaks an ankle playing basketball, it doesn't count. But if he gets hurt this week or next week and cannot pass so they're the doing physical, it solely just because they don't want to pay the man. Yeah, they're going to cut him. He's a good quarterback. They just signed him. To, this is what's fucked up. If you think about it, 365 days ago, 
Derek Carr was a 4,000-yard passer, yep. took the Raiders to the playoffs. In a playoff game where they should have technically beat the Bengals, the refs fucked them on a couple of calls, if I'm being honest. Um, this year, he gets, gets Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels clearly is not a good coach. They have pissed away how many leads, how many double-digit big leads. They did it to the 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 Baker Mayfield Rams. They did it just last week to the, the uh, Patriots. They did it to the Steelers on Saturday. Every week, they blow these huge leads. And everyone just blames Derek Carr because Derek Carr is not putting up great numbers at the moment. Um, so he's out. He is gone. They are benching him for these next two weeks, letting him step away from the team. They're going to cut him. And I forgot who their backup even is for this week, but it's going to be no match for the Niners and give me San Francisco. I can't even pretend to pick another team to make my comeback on this one. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, I am I am thinking the 49ers walked themselves into a Super Bowl this year. They're going to get healthy at the perfect time. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, the, dangerous. When you really like, I didn't take them that seriously until I sat back and watched, looked at the roster. They are, and that was an, the, the main reason I thought of this was Jared Stidham. That's right. Oh, yeah, the expatriate. Um, I was listening today, <clears> and that's why it got me thinking about it because somebody called in and they were bitching about Stefanski and they said, Look at what Shanahan's doing with a backup in Brock Purdy. He's coming in, they're winning games, no excuses for backup quarterbacks. And then I looked at the rest of the Niners and I'm like, That team is fucking loaded. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, you've got George Kittle, Trent Williams on the offensive line, you've got Christian McCaffrey, mind you. Defense, you've got one of the best defenses in football, Nick Bosa. Um, is uh, got their Jim, linebacker? Jimmy G a chance great... to come back? That he didn't. I think he's supposed to be back in the playoffs if he can come back. That would be very interesting to yeah. have him back. Do they bench Brock Purdy? That dude's on a hell of a run right now. He really now. is, and that's the thing. That's a tough situation. And to what be happens? In right now. What do you do with him now? So he was your third string quarterback. Yep. He's come in and he's shown that. Is he, a, is he a product of the system, which yeah, probably so, is, yeah. or is he actually decent? I think he has skill, too. I think he has enough there in the tank. Sure. But, I mean, what do you do with him now? I mean, obviously, do you – do you now, and then the other thing, too, is you have, you have Trey Lance in the, in the wings, right? It is – yeah. I mean, I think Trey Lance is – I don't – you have to go with it because you traded so much to get him. So it's a tough situation to be in because I don't – I don't like Trey Lance as a quarterback. I don't no, think he's good. I think he's overrated. I think the Niners, the Niners really fucked up by trading for him, but they're kind of stuck because they will have uh, Jimmy G's probably gone next year. So now you're going to have the competition of Brock Purdy and, and Trey Lance. Where Trey Lance, when he's played, they've looked bad. Yep. Brock Purdy's come in and they haven't skipped a beat. Future if anything, they've gotten better. Quarterback Purdy. Yeah. So I, it's a tough situation. I wouldn't want to be in that spot if I'm being if I'm the Robert. That's who you should pick up this week. Pick up Purdy if Purdy's still available. Yeah, Trey Lance is a fun backup. He can come in and make a couple flashy plays, but overall, I really, I am not a big Trey Lance fan. I never was. Um, but yeah, give me the Niners in this or, one. Or Colin Kaepernick's still out there. He's still available. Uh, I, I know a little guy who wore number six here in Cleveland who might be a free agent in the offseason. Maybe he's looking for a new home. I doubt he'll ever go to 49ers. I, I love that when he got cut by the Panthers and everyone was like, it was the same week Jimmy G went down. They're like, he's going to the Panther or he's going to the Niners, no question. And I'm like, they fucking hate him. There's yeah. no way he goes there. Um, oh, Brock Purdy's already gotten picked up, unfortunately. Yeah, of course, Jared is like hoards all the fucking quarterbacks in it. <laughs> all right, next up. We have the Jets and the Seahawks. Uh, both seven and eight, both battling for <laughs> a wild card spot. And see, Kyle can't handle the voices. I didn't skip a beat. <laughs> it just throws me off. because, like, Jesus, what happened there? I thought you like. Had a heart attack. Going through puberty. I was going to save my pick because I didn't get to save my pick. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. That's a good point. I moved on too far. Who do you got in the 49ers Raiders game? I think it's going to be another party game. That's, oh, all. that's a pretty good pick. I like that pick. <laughs> good purdy. My who's apologies, a, Tim. I moved on a, a little too fast. Purdy birdie. 
Uh, now we have the Jets and the Seahawks. Who do we like and why? I'll uh, let Kyle go first because i got to make my comeback here, so I'm probably yeah. going to have to go opposite of whatever he picks. I'm going to go with the Jets because I've been picking the Jets all year. But I think the, the Jets, Jets are going with White Mike again. I do believe that the Jets win this game. Uh, oh! Tim. Seahawks. Seahawks. Birds of a feather flock together, Tim. I'm going Seahawks as well just because I have to go opposite of Kyle. <laughs> this is a 50-50 game. i got to go with the home team here, and I'm going to go opposite just to make my comeback. So give me Seattle. Robert's going Seahawks too. Next up, the Vikings against the Packers. Uh, the funny thing, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Aaron Rodgers did his podcast show with Pat McAfee and all that. Mm-hmm. And obviously Aaron Rodgers needs to win out and they need Washington to lose out. So at the end of the show, they were like, all right, Aaron, thanks for coming on. You know, we really appreciate great, great talking to you again. We'll see. You. And he's like, all right, guys, go Browns. That's how he ended the show. <laughs> oh, really? It was really cool <laughs> to hear Aaron Rodgers say that. That was really funny. Um, so the Packers need need this win. The Vikings really don't. I mean, the Eagles are thirteen and two. The Vikings are twelve and three. So the Vikings need to win out, and the Eagles would need to lose out in order for the Vikings to get the one seed, which is probably not going to happen. Uh, Eagles have a pretty easy game this weekend. I think that game will be over right before the Vikings game starts. So it kind of makes me think the Vikings are going to see that they're going to be a little defeated. Give me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers here too. Damn it! Sorry, I, I, I just, I can't. I think the, I think Aaron Rodgers and Packers want this. I can't, more. even though it's for the the whole game and the whole shebang here. I can't go against my boy Aaron Rodgers. And this is going to be just in case because I'm probably going to lose the picks this year. If I'm being honest, this is my bold prediction game. Aaron Rodgers, who has struggled most of the season, is going to fucking go off. He is going to go for 300 plus and three touchdowns. That is my bold prediction. 303. Yep. Has he thrown over? Has he three touchdowns yet this year? I'm sure you said games with three touchdowns, but I mean, it's rare and the Vikings are a pretty good team. So I'm going with that because like it's that. a bold prediction. I'm I going like for that. a guy who's been struggling. How about um, you, Tim? This, this is actually tough because uh, I definitely want to say this kind of double check, um, but I think the Vikings pull this out. All right, Tim going opposite. I even wrote Green Bay because I thought Tim was going to be on our side, but I forgot he is a fucking traitor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next I mean, up, I did do still city renegades. I know that's you haven't been the same since Bunch Kyle. Kyle's on something now. I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to get it. You well, started zesty attitudes, zesty asshole. You have over there dropping gas bombs. You went out and bought glasses. You're trying bought to sneak us out. You're a whole new man. I don't understand you. You're, you've changed, brother. You've changed. Uh, next up, we've got the Battle of Los Angeles. You've got the Rams and against the Chargers. Chargers are looking to continue to make their way. I think they clinched a playoff berth officially, but they're playing for seating now. Uh, against the Rams, who faced a team that quit in the Denver Broncos. Uh, pretty easy pick here for me. I'm going Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win this one relatively yes, easy. Go Chargers. And go fuck yourself with that Baker shit, Robert. Robert, a big Baker guy. That, that <laughs> Baker, makes bro. That makes sense. <laughs> Baker does win like games that he shouldn't. So <laughs> I can see that. that is, well, I mean, yes and no. Who'd you pick? Oh, Chargers. Chargers. Oh, okay. I thought oh, you were going God. with it. No, I said that was my Chargers. Oh, I oh my bad. I, I thought <laughs> I thought you were having a heart attack. I, just, I thought that was your kind of way of like, oh, like I don't know who to pick. Okay, that makes sense now. Uh, Steelers at Ravens, a division game. You've got the Ravens probably going in with uh, Tyler Huntley against the Steelers backup quarterback and Kenny Pickett. Tiny hands, Kenny, uh, the little gunslinger, little miniature version of everything they wished. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger could have been, a.k.a. Captain Checkdown. Uh, Kenny Pickett's like the Lex Vegas of the Steelers. 
AKA Kenny Tiny Hands, AKA <laughs> Captain Checkdown. You got a bunch of nicknames. Just keep saying AKA and make fun of him. Um, with that being said, I will let Kyle go first. Oh, okay. Because this is another 50 50. 50, 50 I got to go opposite. Yeah, I'm going Ravens with this one. Good, because I was actually going to go Steelers. So I'm happy yeah, I did fine. that. <laughs> I can't pick the Steelers. Fuck those I guys. can't either. <gasps> I just... Ravens. Ooh, Ravens. Quote the Raven Nevermore for Tim. Baltimore for both of you and Pittsburgh for me, which is one of those cases where if I'm going to lose, I, I'm okay with losing because of this. If I'm wrong with the Steelers and they lose. Uh, however, I do want them to win just solely because I want next week to, I want the Browns to play spoiler. So I want the Browns to win this week and eliminate the, the commanders commanders from the playoffs next week. I want Pittsburgh to have the playoffs on the line. Deshaun Watson beats them in Pittsburgh. What a fucking story that would be. I would love that uh, to eliminate them from the playoffs. Sweep the Steelers this year would be really nice. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Who knows? You got to win against Washington first one week at a time. According to my man, Kevin Stefanski, <clears throat> And Monday Night Football could be one of the best games you are going to see in a long time. Uh, the 12 and three Buffalo Bills taking on the 11 and four Cincinnati Bengals, uh, battling for the one seed. Real realistically, if the Bengals win this game, uh, they they could then take the one seed because they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs and over the Bills if they win. Uh, a lot at stake. Buffalo trying to hold on to the I one like seed because only the number one seed. Did somebody gets, say steak. I love. I just watched Deuce Bigelow's on the other day. I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> Only one team gets a bye, uh, the number one seed. So Buffalo really wants to hold on to that, get their guys a little healthier. Uh, Cincinnati clearly wants it too because they're going through some injuries and shit like that. So it should be a really, really fucking fun game on Monday night. And I will go let, first again. I will let Kyle make the up. pick. It's a toss-up one. I, I think I know who I'm going with. Yeah, give me the Bills in this one. Okay, really? Yeah. I was going Bengals regardless, That's so I'm fine. actually okay with that. So give me Cincinnati. Give me the Bills. Buffalo's defense just uh, they haven't been that great over the last few weeks Uh, losing Von Miller was crucial for them I really think that's going to hurt their Super Bowl chances because they needed a guy like Von Miller to get to the quarterback Um, the Bengals again don't get me wrong they are going through a lot of injuries they lost Lael Collins their offensive tackle he is out for the year Uh, Trey Hendrickson's trying to play with like a broken wrist they've got a lot of guys Sam Hubbard's hurt Um, they I mean and and that's yeah Buffalo's defense kind of stinks so I think the Bengals could really come out and, and just put up some points that I don't know if Buffalo is going to be able to match. So we'll see. Should be a really, really fun game, though. Honestly, I hope it's I hope it's a back and forth fucking battle. Really great. Uh, what say you, Tim? I was trying to think of a good Bengal sound, <laughs> but I don't know. Round. Just give me a roar like uh, Austin Powers or something. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like a little kitty cat? Uh, I mean, you know, I respect round. that because it's the Bengals. Round. Everyone the calls Bengals. them the kitty cats. So. All right, Cincinnati for me and Tim. And now we get to the fun part. We get to the Browns and Commanders. Browns are Is playing. Is it really the fun part, though? For us, because it's a Cleveland show. I mean, technically. Uh, the Browns are playing for absolutely nothing other than pride and joy. Uh, the the Commanders are playing for a, a playoff spot. They are going to try to uh, get behind another quarterback change. They have officially benched Tyler Henneke, as we said earlier, for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz uh, hasn't played in months. When he played with Washington, he hasn't looked very good. He is a mobile quarterback, though, which is kind of scary for the Browns uh, based on how many injuries we have at linebacker. Um, Washington. I love that. <laughs> That's official. I shouldn't have even done a Reds, or the Commander's logo. I should have just done a Browns logo and let Tim be there for Washington. That would have been so fucking funny. I didn't even think about it until right now. Um but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a weird game to watch because again, you have one team that's actually out there trying to actively win. They're the home team. The weather's gonna be really good. Uh, you've got a Browns team who, let's be honest, you hope 
Kevin Stefanski hasn't lost the locker room. These guys are going to come out and play. Uh, Nick Chubb said it best today. They interviewed Nick Chubb and they said, how do you feel going forward knowing the season's over officially? And he said, well, we just have to go out there and play for each other. Yep. And I hope everybody listens to that and everybody respects that. Um, but go ahead. Give, it, it you don't have to it, give your pick. You just it, it, a break no, I was going to say, it's, I mean, it's a beatable defense. The defense isn't great. Um, I is, think is Chase Young back? He is back, but I, I mean, I start the like, rest. Is he actually playing this week? I don't know if he is or not, though. Yeah, he hasn't but played even, yet. Even if he is, though, the defensive, the rest they have of that a really defense, good defense, the rest of that defensive line is not great, though. Oh, Washington's? Yeah. They have a really good defensive line. I thought line. their secondary was really good. No, their defensive lines, their bread and is butter. Is it the flip flop? I think so. Yeah, defense? secondary okay. is not the greatest. So, but I'm saying, so we have a chance with Deshaun to pass on this team, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I do think it's going to be. What's the weather supposed to be like? I beautiful. Is it from what yeah, I saw? So it's supposed it, to be like the same same as Cleveland. It's going to be like sixty degrees. So it's so it's going to be a great day to see what our no weather essentially do. Um, but no, I'm excited to see. I think that um, I don't know. I, I got to see something out of our running attack more this week than the last couple of weeks. I, I do want to see. I want to see Chubb get going. I want to. I want to see bring in. Um, Johnson, bring in Ernest Johnson, yeah, Jerome get, Ford. Get some more in um, get, why not? We're not playing for anything, so let's give him some playing time. And that's they actually interviewed Stefanski about that today. They said, you know, now that the season's over, essentially, they're yeah. like, uh, are we going to get, get guys more snaps that haven't really touched the ball? And he said, you know, we're our goal is to still go out there and win football games. We're going to treat it just like any other week. Yeah. Um, he's like, you know, if guys earn it in practice, they yeah. earn some extra reps, they'll get it in the game. Yeah, I want to um, see a little bit of the backup running backs. I think that's there. just head coach talk because he's not going to come out publicly and say like, yeah, of course they're going to play. We gave up. I just in in times you would put Hunt in. Let's put Ford in. Let's put let's put Johnson. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how they are. Um, but I'm, I I do think it's a winnable game for us. I'm excited to see uh, Deshaun with good weather throwing the ball, kind of knocking a lot of that rust off still. But he's more comfortable now than he was four weeks ago yeah. or three weeks ago. So I, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited. I want to win. I want to play spoiler at the same time because we don't have a first round pick, second round pick seeding doesn't really matter or, or, or formatting, whatever you want to call it. Uh, doesn't really matter. So obviously first round, if we sucked, it's like, okay, I want them to lose because the closer our pick can get to the top 10 or whatever, the better, but now we don't have a pick for the second round. So it's fine. Um, and yeah, that's Adam. I, I talked about that earlier. I think you were a little late getting on here today, but I talked about how our wide receivers realistically Browns fans don't want to admit this. Our wide receivers aren't that great. They don't get separation when Watson scrambles. They don't know what to do. That's something that kind of has to get taught. Uh, with just more snaps, being comfortable with each other. You can only do so much in practice because you don't know what a defense is going to throw at you. So when the defense is playing something you're not prepared for and Deshaun's scrambling around, these guys don't know where to go. If you watch any game from like the the all mad or all 32, whatever the fuck it's called, camera, um, you see a lot of times the wide receivers are just covered like blankets. They're not open. There's no separation. They don't know where to go. They can't create themselves to get open. They can't do anything like that. Uh, so it's something that has to be addressed in the offseason. And I think it's something they have to that bringing this quarterback in. It's not a Jacoby. It's not a, a step back three spots and throw the ball. It's not like you need to be in this position at this time. Yeah. They need to learn to ab lib certain things. And they're going to really have to do that this Sunday because Deshaun's going to get pressured a lot. You've got, uh, I, I believe uh, off the top of my head, I think they still have Montez Sweat, who's a very good defensive end. Chase Young is going to be in a snap count who, as we know, when he's healthy and playing, Chase Young's one of the best defensive ends in football. He's, he's, a, he's a dominant player. Predator. Um, yeah, he looks like the predator. It's fucking awesome, and he's facing against a potential sexual predator. So it's kind of awesome. You got a predator versus predator matchup this weekend, um, but it, it should be fun. I'm excited to watch the game again. You could play spoiler. I think that's something cool to look for as a Browns fan that a lot of people maybe don't think about. Um, beating Washington ruins their season. I'm all for that. How many times have we, you know, 
obviously we haven't been in many chances for playoffs, but it will feel good to eliminate a team. If we can't make it, you can't make it. Exactly. It's kind of one of those, well, if we're not going, fuck you, neither are you. And that's why I want to do that this week. And I want to do that next week. Um, With that being said, I'm going to go Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going Cleveland and I have a bull predict. Uh, I feel it's I I feel bad because now it sounds like I'm copying off of you because you went for the 303 touchdowns with Rodgers. I had the same predict for Watson this week. Okay, 303 touchdowns for Watson. actually since you're taking Cleveland, I'm gonna just because I need to make a comeback. Oh, I'm switching going my Washington. pick. I'm gonna go Washington right. because this is one of those ones where if I get if I win the game here because Washington wins, then I, I get something out of it. Um, if if not, then the Browns win and I'm happy. So it's kind of a win-win. So there I will go. go Washington. Yeah, bull predict. I think I think Watson will have himself a game. Um, what were your stats again? I'm sorry to cut you off, Tim. 303 touchdowns. Okay. Doing a double discount, double check. I actually have a bow predict for this game as well. Hell yeah. Um, give it to me. I think we will score at least three touchdowns in the first half. Um, I think uh, this game will be a – I'm not going to say it's a shootout. I think we're actually going to look really decisive winners in the first half. But then, you know, of course, second half might look a little different. But I think we score three touchdowns in the first half. I like it. Tim says, give me those three titties right in the first half. I love it. Just like uh, Total Recall. Uh, dude, that three titties chick was pretty sexy. Though. Oh, absolutely, man. I, I spent the rest of my life What would you do with that titty. third tit, though? I mean, you get your hands, your hands. I mean, make mouth, I guess. This oh, dude, back I would, and forth. Hell yeah. I would look like I'm taking a breathalyzer. Like, I'd squeeze and suckle and right in the middle. You got <laughs> do whatever you want. It'd be fucking awesome. But you mean honestly, would you drop one? That, that third nipple. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that, that third tit would probably kill you because like she's on top of you and like it's right in your mouth, like suffocating you. I would just, I would like tilt my head and I'd motorboat <laughs> this one, and then I'd switch and be like, let me give this one some love. And oh, I'd, I'd have a great time with that. I, I know what I'm doing. Give me a woman with three butt cheeks though, and that's where I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> Two is the limit. That's, that's what they should do. Somebody should make a new movie with like, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Obviously, he's a little old, but. Make some sort of weird science fiction movie where people have three ass cheeks. I don't know how that would work because you only have one asshole, so it'd be really hard. But it sounds it's, like a perfect Ryan Reynolds movie. I'll call I'll call his agent. I got some ideas. <laughs> we could have like some sort of uh, villain in Deadpool that they haven't written yet. It'll be like the three ass cheeked man. <laughs> we'll think of something. Uh, all right, that's our picks. Uh, Tim, you said Cleveland, right? They're winning. Uh, yeah, I think Browns. Won. Okay, and then Cleveland three touchdowns with Watson. Well, just in general, he thinks we scored three touchdowns in the first half. And uh, those are your bold predictions and picks for this week. And now let's get into just the tip. And of course, I go first. As uh, always. And of course, I bring comedy. Uh, but what's so awesome about this one uh, that I really like? Uh, it's actually at a really prestigious um, comedy club here in Cleveland. And it's going to be hilar- at Hilarities. No uh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to be Hilarities at um, wow. uh, January 8th. Uh, it's 51st jokes, uh, so I only get to say one joke, um, but um, it's it's 50, so it's 50, up 50 comedians up to 50 comedians. I don't know how many. I mean, he said 50 ish. OK, so it's if, if they get 50 to show up, I right. got gotcha. you. I got um, which I mean, either way, it's still dope because there's a lot oh, yeah. of talent here in Cleveland. There's a lot of talented uh, comedians, um, and I'm glad to be a part of one of those uh comedians congratulations tim thank you I appreciate Fuck yeah dude that's I awesome i love hilarities i go there all the time for shows so that's that's the fact that you get to go perform there so even if it's one joke it's awesome man i'm proud of you thank you i appreciate it i appreciate it it is going to be at a, a sunday january 8th um it is uh put on by john bruton um he's a well-known comedian in cleveland um very respected comedian um in cleveland um and you know he reached out to me he said hey you want to be on 55 jokes he actually asked me last year to be on 51st jokes um, I, I I was 
technically a part of it, but it was the first day of, I believe, uh, Lex's second season. Um, mm, and okay. it was on a Thursday. So me being his ex- uh, his executive producer, his exclusive producer, I, I said I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't going to not do his show, but I said I'm leaving as soon as it was over. And I didn't make it. However, I, I did get there, got to um, converse with some of the other comedians and, um, you know, made some connections. Do you uh, got your joke picked up? Uh, I, ironically, I do not yet. Okay. Um, I have like some jokes, but I think I've technically said them like I ran them through once. So this is supposed to be a joke you've never told before. I never told before. I got you. Okay. It's the first, you know, first time I joke or I actually said it on the set. So, um, I'm, I'm, I got some things that I kind of want to say, but I also want a hitter. Like I want something that's going to be like, you can't, you can't not laugh at this joke. Yeah. You don't want to go up there and open mic it and like, just throw some shit out there that everyone's kind of like, eh. Right. So, um, either way it goes, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to enjoy being up there on stage, um, we do get recorded, um, and they do put it up on. I believe John Brute puts it on, puts it puts it on his page, and it might even go on Hilarity's page. So you know, this is this will be a good uh, piece of you know uh, uh, marketing for myself. Uh, you know, and just to say I've, I've done Hilarity's to me is going to be awesome. So. Absolutely, man. Again, like I said, I go to Hilarity's all the time, so that's a huge accomplishment to get on that stage there, dude. Um, how do people go about going there? Uh, so you can go down to downtown. It's on uh, Fourth, I believe, Fourth Avenue, East Fourth. Yep, East Fourth, uh, Fourth Street. I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, it sucks to park, but other than that, uh, it's pretty easy to find. It's right <laughs> Luckily, the there's I, I don't know if there's any Cavs games that day, but the Browns are going to be away in Pittsburgh, so parking should be pretty easy. That lot right across from Harry Buffalo is what I tend to do. Yeah. Um, or honestly valeting right at right behind flannery's is really cheap it's like 20 bucks that's and not bad at all for downtown valet throw them five bucks for a tip you're fucking golden uh, it's right on east fourth so if you turn down east fourth right before they block you off you can park right at the the little stand there that's there what i go. do um but it, is this like a ticketed show do you or is it just a free show or to be honest i don't know uh, okay <laughs> that's i know that's I i'd like right to go but I i'd like to get some more information <laughs> i walked right in when i went um, okay and and but it was over when i got there so. right I don't know. I think it's like I said. I know. I know. Last year, uh, Dave Flint was there. He's a, a well-known comedian. He actually, the joke that I want to tell is actually uh, got something to do with him. Okay. So, and I don't think I actually said it on stage yet, but I've kind of said it. So I might use the joke that I got to do with him. Um, uh, and shout out to him. Um, I, I I appreciate him big time. But uh, the the joke would make more sense once you actually see it. No, I mean, no <laughs> pressure having to tell just one joke, right? Dude, that's it's got to be hard to pick <laughs> one that you've never told before, too. So it's not like you're just picking your favorite joke or like right. your best joke. This and, is, And you haven't worked the joke out. You're, you yeah, you're, you're starting this from scratch. You get one shot at it. This is like fucking M&M's that you get one shot, one opportunity, man. Yeah. This is it. And I, I mean, I think I've worked it out enough in my head because usually I don't work out jokes anyway. Only time I do work out jokes is on stage. Right. Uh, so, um, I think it definitely will. I think it'll still be cool. I think it'll still be somewhat funny. Hell yeah, man. Well, good luck. I can't wait. If I can get there, obviously, it'll be the last weekend of the year for football, so I'll be a little tied up. But if I can make it, give me give me more details when you can. Um, like time and if you got to buy tickets, shit like that. I think a seven. Um, I'll, I'll find out as soon as I can. Okay. Yeah, we got next week. I'm sure you can plug it again. Oh, no, yeah. I am. Yeah, I figured. 
<laughs> so um yeah that's yeah I'm, that's that's i'm honestly congratulations Tim. that's that's amazing thank you i appreciate it guys hell yeah dude when you go when you headline uh hilarities let us know we'll be front and center you can uh, pick on us if you want to I expect for for free. I want free, I want yeah. free tickets. Oh yeah, we better be on the list. <laughs> better be on the list. I usually don't pick on people. Um, I do. I've have picked on people. But Bloody audience, like, man! I love those shows. But they they actually actually like kind of came at me. So then I go back. And, you know, yeah, really how it works. That's I I like that better. I like when comedians just handle a heckler instead of just doing crowd work. Personally, I like. I like a comedian who's gotten his fame and money because they're good at writing their jokes and telling their jokes. I just want to see a comedian. There do are some shit. pretty amazing crowd work. And there are really good ones like Jay Okerson. Uh, Jay Okerson. Oh my God. Um, but never his, his normal material though is good enough to where he doesn't even need to do the crowd work. Yeah, but, but when he starts working the crowd, yeah, oof, you, you, that's a, that's the one you sit in the back. Yeah. You don't want to be up front. For no. <laughs> well, we're going to see now nah, we'll get seats in the back. <laughs> I, I think I honestly don't care. I would rather sit front row. I, I'm okay with getting the jokes. Like I, I, uh, if I'm a part of your show, I made your jokes funny. I like sitting like right in the middle because you're not a part of the show and you're not like up front and center because not even if they, if they don't even do crowd work, I still don't want to be like right up there looking up at the guy and like if something right. if something he says, like this is where I feel bad. Like if something he says, you could tell he's written it out. He loves this joke. If I don't really find it that funny, I'm not going to like fake laugh for him. So I kind of feel bad if like his joke doesn't hit and I'm just kind of like, meh, I didn't yeah. like that. And I don't want him to like look down at me and be like, the fuck's this guy's problem? So I'd like just give me in the middle where no one can really see me. I want to be incognito. Good deal. Uh, my pick of the week or tip of the week, uh, small tip of the week. Um, Jack Ryan, uh, great show. It's on Amazon. It's the third season. I don't know if you watched this at all. No, you I've heard good things. I never watched you it. You haven't though. watched any of the seasons yet? Nope. Highly suggest it. Okay. Uh, John Krasinski, uh, Jim Halpert, AKA The Office. Uh, I, it's hard. It's, it's always hard to watch his character, anybody from the office, play serious roles and take it. He serious. should legally change his name to Jim Halpert. He Are should, we being absolutely. honest? Like, does we anyone should. really want to no. call him John Krasinski? No. Like, no, it's he's like, Jim. You always want to ask, like, Pam's letting you go off and be doing es- espionage now, huh? It's crazy. If anything, like, at least change his first name to Jim. Get rid of John. It's like because like, I can say, yeah, Jim from the office. We don't need last. It's, it's like uh, it's like the uh, spinoff of uh, Threat Level Midnight. He's off doing these yeah. kind of crazy things. Michael Scarn. Now he's Jim <laughs> Krasinski. <laughs> um, but honestly, if you like thrillers, you like like the like espionage, like spy type, like deep thinkers. Uh, it's it follows the Tom Clancy books. Um, I've really never read any Tom Clancy books because. And they weren't appealing to me at the time. Um, but the show itself into the third season, uh, amazing. The first two seasons were great. Uh, this is things of nine episodes on Amazon. Um, easy watch. They're 45 minute episode. Oh, it's already on season three already. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So it's on season three. Give it a try. You, you'd probably like oh, well. it. Um, but no, I, it's definitely worth the watch. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. It's, this one was delayed. I think it was because of COVID was delayed. Um, but highly, highly suggest it. Uh, there's another new spy show that came out on Netflix. That just started this week. I'll probably have it as a tip next week. But I'm really into these type of shows. I really get into them. So yeah, give it a watch. Do I need to watch anything before I watch the show? Is there anything? That's no, like, you need to just watch season it's one. It's a brand new character yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, it, okay. it, it, it really gives you the first season really gives you a character background of who Jack Ryan is mm-hmm. and how he gets into the shit he gets into. Um, but so wait, so Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher in the movie. Yeah. Then they did a Jack Reacher show with Thad from And that's an amazing show. Yeah. I've heard good things about that one too. And then this is Jack Ryan, who's a total separate entity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I get confused with all the guys named fucking Jack. And then there was Jack Bauer in twenty four. Jack Ryan is a CIA operative. He was quick backstory, he he was basically like he's he's Dr. Ryan. He's a doctor. Okay. He came into it as kind of like an analyst. Mm -hmm. He was just analyzing from a distance. Okay. Even though he was trained to be in the field, he never really got into the field. Season one pulls him into the field. 
and now mm-hmm. he's season three. Now he's a field oper- operator. Deep shit. Right now, he doesn't know where to trust anybody. It's it's a good show. You'll, you'll like it. I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. I've always heard good things. So Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher, Jack Bauer, our quarterback gets jacked Jack off. off. <laughs> Got a lot of jacks. <laughs> a lot of jacking. <laughs> Lots of jacking. Uh, but yeah, I'll check that out for sure. Uh, my just a tip for this week is a fun movie. I, I'm a big Nick Cage fan. Um, this one you can find it on Stars or you know stream it. Is whatever the you want to do. Where he plays himself. Yes. Oh, God. So I've this heard, is. I wanted to watch it. This one's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and as you can see there, it's Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. That's amazing. Uh, it's got a really good cast. It's got Pedro Pascal. It's got uh, Neil Patrick Harris as a cameo in it. Tiffany Haddish. Um, really fun movie. Basically, Nicolas Cage is himself. He's aging. He's trying to. Uh, he says he's retiring. He's done with movies. He wants to focus on his family life and and like with his daughter. And those people are actors and actresses. They don't have his real family in the movie. Um, but he's trying to save his relationship with his wife or ex-wife, whatever. I don't even know if in the movie if they were married or separated or what. Um, but he's going to retire. And then Neil Patrick Harris tells him about this billionaire that lives in wherever, in Greece or whatever. And he says he's, he wants to just fly you to his island and have you there for his birthday weekend. And he's going to pay you a million dollars or something like that. Nick, Nick Cage was like, well, I should probably do that. Gets there. Turns out this guy is affiliated with cartels and drug shit and like bad people. And what Nick Cage thought was going to be a nice little fun weekend turns out to be a weekend against cartels and fighting for your life and, and running from people and shit like that. All while still maintaining humor and being very funny. Nick Cage was fantastic in it. Do they reference um, all his movies? He actually, I don't want to spoil too much, but he does. He talks with his old self from like the 90s and they have him like CGI'd sitting there with like the long hair from like God hair. And he's like, come on, you're Nick fucking Cage. And like he's telling him, like <laughs> hyping himself up. It was really cool. I really enjoyed it a lot. I like Nick Cage. I think he's a fun actor. Um, so check this one out if you get a chance, like two hours, give or take. Um, but a really fun movie. Just really cool to see a guy play himself, but also not taking it seriously. Right. And that's what I love about Nick Cage. I got uh, next. I got What's really ex- good movie next which one's that uh where he like can see the future like he can see i don't know if i've ever seen that one. Seen that one he's like uh he's he, he was at a casino uh he gets kicked out of casinos often because he always bits uh bids right oh yeah didn't even um, think about that what a cool fucking power to have what's it called yeah. i believe it's called next and i'm not mistaken okay. i wrote it down so i'll try to remember that to watch it yeah, I never heard of it. I got really excited this week because I found out that they have finally, finally, Nick Cage is on board for National Treasure Three. I saw that too. Yeah, I, I, I love. I, I'm a huge Nick Cage fan. Na- I think all the fun. National Treasure movies are amazing, and I've been waiting ever since they did this Disney Plus one that just came out. I watched, which I'm not going to give that as a tip. Um, but uh, I'm now oh, I'm pumped. It was, bad. I, it was not great. <laughs> I'm I'm pumped to uh, see Nick Cage back in this in this next third one. And by the way, before we get out of here, I wanted to say, you know, what was on TV yesterday, Tim? What the holiday? I watched it fully. No, he didn't. You suggested to the last week or whatever. It was yeah. part of his top five. Yeah, I watched it. I'm like, we got to watch this. I haven't watched. I think I watched part of it back in the day, but my wife watched it with me. We watched uh, Cameron Diaz in her prime with uh, who is that? Uh, I forget I forgot his name. Guy. I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, but with Jack Black, young Jack Black. Yeah. Um, and um, Kate Winslet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah watch. Good movie. Crazy good cast for a movie that I can't believe I never heard. I mean, I think Did I've heard it? of it. No, I haven't seen yeah, it yet. Yeah. But after seeing the cover, because I wrote it all down from Tim talking about it, and it looks familiar. I just it probably the cover to me looks like a kind of like a chick flick rom com kind of deal where oh, I was like, eh. absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, the storyline is. is absolutely uh, which I'm okay with watching those. It's yeah. just I don't go out of my way. So seeing that cover, I'm not gonna like click it on Netflix or whatever. You know what I mean? But now that I now that's a Tim recommendation, I gotta check it, it out. Good. I trust him. 
except for when he works with the running lates, but <laughs> we'll talk about that after the show. Um, with that being said, everybody, though, thank you. Seriously, we're wrapping up 2022. Thank Thanks you to everybody that's year. watched the happy show. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. Stay safe. Uh, cheers cheers to you, yours, your family, everybody. Healthy, happy New Year. Um, if you watch the show, if you've commented, if you've listened, if you've shared anything like that, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot. We appreciate you. We really Absolutely do. We, appreciate we're happy it. to be here with Redline. We love doing our show, and it wouldn't be anything without you guys interacting and watching and checking it out. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, and with that being said, on behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls, there's before bones and all, and then there's after. Thank you, everybody.